Oh, hello there, boys, girls, and... In between us! Hey, you know it. That's interesting. Kevin Pereira here along with... Bria Grant. Where are we, Bria? We're on the highway. Yep. Specificity. It's what she does Solvang. best. We're, we're in Solvang. We're in Solvang. We're leaving Solvang. 246 is the highway, I believe. Okay. Nope. It's the 101. We had a weekend of wine and relaxation and... Wine. More wine. And this is an intro to a podcast, believe it or not. My guest today is Sir Alex Winter. He stopped by the studio. I had 30 minutes to chat with him. I did not know I only had 30 minutes to chat with him. What happened? Well, he had a long day of press. Man. He got in, and we were, I was showing him the place, and we are like, shooting the shit. And he's like, cool, cool, cool. Hey, you guys know about my heart out, right? And I went, oh, no. I, uh, and everybody else seemed to know about it but me. Yeah, hire them all. I would love to if they were hired and I was paying them. It'd be a lot easier. So, I sat down with Alex Winter. We talked about his new documentary, Deep Web, which is all about... Deep Web. Tour, and it's all about Deep Way and Pirate Bay. No, Silk Road, and it's all about Deep Way Bitcoin, and it's all about Deep Way. Yeah, the deepest of webs. Um, he's really, really smart. He's really, really fun. Super charismatic. Of course, I talked Bill and Ted for a moment there uh, at the end. May have got a scoop exclusive. But yeah, it's nothing crazy, but you'll get to it. It's a quick podcast. Maybe you'll love that. And I don't know if Alex is going to put any of... Because then we went back, we were streaming this on Twitch, and I felt like, oh, this is too short of a thing. So I said, let's hop back on the old uh, Twitch cast. And we did. And I, I gave him some some Papa Sun talk. And I don't know if he's cutting that into this. I hope he does. People seem to like it. Hey. Yeah. I have a, I have a, um, you have a, what? a tagline for Deep Web. What do you got? Your web's so deep, it's got one of those fishes that doesn't have any eyes and it just has like a little worm thing going in front of its face. Oh, shit, that's a deep web! Your web's so deep, it's full of giant squids. Oh my god, that's a really deep deep web! That's all I got. Okay. Um, We also have a sponsor today. Okay. I want to point that out. And you know this sponsor, Maria Grant. Do you know who it is? Nature Box! Me, Is that girl. too much? I'm sorry. It's okay. RIP headphone users. Nature Box! You know nature about the Nature Box? box. I would tell people... Box in the nature, it's nature in the box. Mm-hmm. Box in the nature, it's nature in the box. Your box so nature... Your it... box so nature is full of acorns and all sorts of delicious things. Oh! Soil and shit! <laughs> um, we actually use Nature Box. This isn't one of those like, oh, try them because they're sponsoring. I mean, yes, try them because they're sponsoring, but we like Nature Box. We use them a lot. We also get them in the office. And uh, this month, we got mini Belgian waffles that came in. Guess really? what they tasted like? Yeah, guess what they tasted like? Mini fucking Belgian waffles. That sounds and they're good. delicious. We had strawberry lemonade fruit stars. What? Yeah, and sweet and salty. We had a sweet and salty nut medley. But the one that's, you know, they didn't list my, one of my favorite ones, which it was sriracha cashews. Actually, you came home and told me about that. Yeah, they're so good. <laughs> and then there was a cocoa thing. And now I'm sorry, Nature Box, I forgot the name of it. There was a cocoa thing that was basically like, like chunks of cocoa pebbles. Yum. But healthy. We should have brought that home. You could pronounce, well, they don't make it home because we eat them. Ah. Voraciously. They come in and they're gone. They're so delicious. They're very, very healthy snacks. And they're tasty. And there's a hundred different flavors to choose from. So do yourself a favor. Go to naturebox.com slash pointless. That's naturebox.com slash pointless. And use the code pointless for what? A free Trial. 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 There's literally no obligation if you go to naturebox.com slash pointless. 
you can get a free trial of Nature Box. Nature in the box, in the box in the nature. That's right, goodies, right to your doorstep. No acorns, no soil. No. Just good, healthy snacks that you love to put in your tum-tum. Now enjoy this Pondus Podcast with Alex Winter! It says, cannot activate cellular data network, so I hope I can send this off. I don't know. Say bye. Bye. This podcast should be America. 110% fucking blood red American. C-N-E-A-A. Everybody playing vagina. Cyborg Jesus. Jesus, America. Anyway, I, uh-huh. I think the rash is going to clear up, but I don't know. I mean, I yeah. just put an ointment on it. It's actually been quite enjoyable. Stop rubbing it. What? That's, that's what got me into this in the first place. I know, I know. It's so weird that in I'm there. like, Done they that. want me to rub ointment, but that's, yeah. I think it's a friction thing. Yeah. Alex, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm good, man. Welcome to the studio. Pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Thank uh, you. We are streaming live on the Twitchosphere. Uh, there will be six people watching this, but, okay. uh, but later on iTunes. Man, that long tail is going to kick in. All right. And here's my question. Mm-hmm. Your film, Deep Web. It is deep web, right? Yeah. It's not dark web. Or yeah, yeah. Web. Okay, good. Because yeah. earlier today, I was saying everything. I was just, I it, was, it was getting so bad. I'm I just know. not a good host. W- what is happening with it? Because I know it was in the festival thing. Mm-hmm. It's now, is, is it officially coming out? Is yeah, it- it's coming out on Epix uh, on May uh, 31st at 8. 31st at 8. It's yeah. happening there. Yeah, and then, and then it'll be iTunes awesome. and everything else after that. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. and probably torrented like mad. Uh, May 31st at 9.30, it will be available <laughs> on the Pirate Bay. Not, not yeah. that they can have anything to do with it. It'll be, it'll yeah. be May 29th at 10 a.m. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It'll be but the HD seated. version will be May 31st. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be SD before that. Did anybody yeah. say, like, it's one thing to do a documentary in this world, right? Yeah. Like, and return on investment is always tough. It's yeah. just always tough with docs. But, you know, you got it made, man. That's pushing, that is its own boulder up a hill. Yeah. It's another thing to do a doc in the geek nerd space, specifically targeting a story that involves the type of people who love peer-to-peer file sharing and BitTorrent and everything else. Yeah, well, the last movie I made was called Downloaded, right. <laughs> and it was, it was made at VH1, which is owned by Viacom, right. which is sort of the biggest you know, opponent of downloading. Oh, I've been flagged many a times by Papa Cuff (laughs) Icon. Exactly. So uh, you can imagine what that was like. Uh, Can you change the name from freemium? We we want people (laughs) to think that maybe they should be paying for this stuff. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, as as much as humanly possible. So, um, you know, I had the same conversation with them. It's like, it's going to be on VH1 and it will be on Pirate Bay before the credits roll. So. Did they understand what that what that meant? Did they uh, they did. They, okay. You know, it's all a learning it's all a learning process for everybody. I think that, you know, we're living through this extremely seismic era and there is a there is a lot of learning for everybody. And it doesn't mean that it's all easy or it's all good or, or even frankly there's an easy answer. I don't think there is an easy answer. Right. Um, I think that there are casualties in the digital revolution. I think that there are downsides, but you know, I do think it's incumbent upon everyone to understand the world we live in and that it's not returning to the world we used to live in. Right. Yeah. No matter no matter what piece of legislation you pass, no matter no. what warning screen you put yeah. before the thing that, yeah. by the way, those who pirate don't actually see, they yeah. cut that off. Exactly. They trim that fat right yeah. away. Yeah. And no matter what you do, that cat is out of the bag. Yeah. So all you can really hope to do is make the process, whatever it is, if it's distribu- distribution of media, any yeah. other goods. Make it as seamless and painless as possible so people want to pay you to reward you for giving them that product. 100% and yeah. make it easy. Make yeah. it easy for the consumer to get your stuff at the highest quality level possible. Right. And you're still never go- there's still fundamentally a person out there who refuses to pay for something on principle. There will always be people stealing sandwiches from mini-marts. Right. Someone wants it for free. Yeah. You're not going to stop them. So don't inconvenience too many people from getting in the way of that. Yeah. yeah. With that said, everybody's going to legally 
responsibly, yes. watch Deep Web. Yes. They're going to tune in on Epics. That's right. They're going to catch it. And they are going to get, I was talking about it earlier on a stream, they're going to get a tale, not just a story within this world, but mm. you had quite the mission with this documentary, which is you have to educate anybody who's watching it. You can't take for granted that they know what Tor is or what mm -hmm. the Deep Web is or what the Silk Road is or yeah. even what illegal marketplaces may be in general. You have to educate everybody on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In an entertaining way. Yeah. So that you can set the stage for an incredibly fucking insane story to unfold upon. I know. Like, that was quite yeah. the thing. And so I yeah. watched it with Bria, who has no understanding of Tor or mm -hmm. Deep Web to get yeah. an understanding. And mission accomplished, man. Oh, cool. I hope you're right. seeing that feedback. Yeah, we had we've had really great responses. And, you know, we, we premiered at the South by Southwest Festival mm -hmm. in Austin back in March. And that was really the litmus test. Like, okay, is the average Joe going to understand what the hell we're talking about they can actually get to the story that follows. Right. And, uh, and they did. And, you know, to a certain degree, there's only so much they really do need to understand. You know, they understand the deep web is this unindexed area of the Internet that's mostly a bunch of code gobbledygook. Mm -hmm. uh, and the dark net is within that space, and that's been created by cryptographers and, you know, the government agents and people who want privacy on the Internet. Really simple. And then into that came the Silk Road and the markets and this whole community that's growing up online that wants to be anonymous and private, and that sort of paves the way. I didn't... You know, I didn't try to explain Bitcoin. I didn't try to explain uh, the really hard crypto stuff that I think mm -hmm. is very difficult for people to wrap their heads around because it wasn't going to serve as the story in the end. So it really just would have given everyone a headache. I noticed that you nudged. There's like a Bitcoin graphic where you're like, here, just, just know that you can buy shit anonymously, exactly. mostly anonymously. Yeah. Stop it, trolls. Like yeah. you can just feel exactly. in the view of like, it's anonymous. Okay, I get, okay, yes, it can be tracked. But if yeah, you, and, and, exactly. Okay. Yeah, very, right, very good. Yeah. In fact, yeah, I circled back to, I think, to amend that at one point so that I could... I could because you could feel the could 140 feel the characters at a time. I could feel the tsunami of nine people <laughs> that were going to bombard me with factoids about Bitcoin. You have very uh, loud megaphones, those guys. Yeah, they they do, and they're relentless, and they yeah. can create as many fictitious usernames as they want. Oh, astroturfing! So they can come at you like an army, you know. Um, so yeah, it was for me. It was what serves the story, what tells people what they need to know to understand the human situation. Right. So which on. then then it's like okay, so now the stage is set. We know that there was this underground, unindexable. Wild West going on. If you've ever seen Demolition Man, yeah. it was where Dennis Leary was living. They're That's eating right. rats yeah. and they're raiding Taco Bells. That is where Deep Web takes place. Yeah. Uh, and within this world, you get the story of the Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. You get the 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 the, the man or the multiple men mm -hmm. and myths and legends that were running the Silk Road. Right. And I, I mean, I don't want to spoil your documentary. I don't want to uh, how that unfolds. But you know, you said we were chatting before we started. You said that you're neutral on the situation. Do mm -hmm. you feel that, that that that's that's where you are? Having now that you've lived with the store and you've told it, yeah. How do you feel about this guy that supposedly founded this marketplace, mm -hmm. this uh, this way to topple the government, this very libertarian but very peace loving guy? Yeah. How do you re how do you like reconcile that with the notion of oh he's ordered hits on people and now he's in jail and he's a he's a bloody disgusting murderer. Yeah, well, I mean, A, he wasn't a murderer. Uh, he wasn't actually uh, even indicted for murder, nor was he convicted of murder. Right. So there were actually, he wasn't charged with any violent offenses. Um, he was charged uh, with being a drug kingpin, conspiracy, computer hacking. Uh, the murder for hire charges were uh, largely, you know, proven to be uh, part of scam operations that occurred with a bunch of undercover agents and all kinds of other mm -hmm. stuff. But... Um, Guys point, who, guys, guy, agents, by the way, who are now facing their own trial. Yeah, who right? have been indicted. Yeah. So, so my point is that, is that there's only so much we know. Um, I didn't come into the story thinking that I knew 
what, who Ross Ulbricht was. I came to the story thinking, I don't actually know who this guy is. Um, it seems like he had, you know, direct involvement with the Silk Road. They caught him, you know, on an administrative login. Mm-hmm. It was like, there wasn't a question as to whether he had some form of cul- culpability. I knew that going in. So I didn't really have a kind of a change of heart in thinking, oh, this person is, is some kind of, you know, martyr or blanket innocent that all this stuff's been imposed upon. And I wasn't really seeking an answer in a way to exactly who he was because I didn't expect to be able to find out who he was. And sure enough, that's the case. I mean, I never got to Ross. Um, I don't know anything about Ross, really. Mm-hmm. The movie sort of presents all of these different perspectives on who he may or may not be. Here's the government saying he's this nefarious potential killer guy. Here's his family saying, no, he's this really pacifistic, sweet guy. Uh, here's like crypto anarchist saying, no, he's like this rad- radical revolutionary. He's not even a libertarian. He's something far beyond libertarian. I mean, you have all these perspectives. And my movie, it's a movie. It's not a piece of journalism. I'm not trying to say, yeah, but what do I think? Honestly, who cares what I think? The reality is, is that here is somebody in the anonymous section of the Internet using an anonymized cryptocurrency to create this, this radical black market. And we may never know the whole story. And there's all these sort of paradoxical perspectives on who this person may be, and they don't add up to one human being. As a filmmaker, I find that really compelling. And that's actually the story that I wanted to tell, which is that's why it's called Deep Web, is you sort of go into this thing. You don't come out with answers. You come out with more right. questions. Right. I, I've, I've, mission, again, mission accomplished. You can drop the banner because I felt the exact same way. I thought I knew the story of the Silk Road. I thought I knew everything that was going on with him. I had no idea how deep that rabbit hole actually went yeah. until, I saw, until you started unraveling those threads. Like, again, and I made the mistake just then going like, well, he's this or he's a murderer, but yeah. you, as you point out, it's like, well, no, these were, these were just sentences that were uttered and put into certain court docs, right. but never was there an official case made right. about him doing anything in that vein. Correct. So it's, it's yeah. interesting. There's so much fear, uncertainty, and doubt yeah. swirling the story, and I, I, I love that, that you dove into it. How did the story come to you? Were you trying to get the kindest nugs? Were you trying to arrange a hit? Were you just going for like real 8x blotters yeah. straight from Deutschland? Yeah, and, uh, what, yeah. what ha- how, how did you get involved? While with we're talking, yeah. would you perhaps be interested? Um, and Listen, I want to do a story yeah. about your site. Do you yeah. give out any samples? Yeah. I'll just, been, I'm going to review them on YouTube. It's been 45 minutes. Should I be feeling anything yet? <laughs> um, nah, man, take more. It should have kicked in by now. Go ahead. Uh, you know, I'd come off of Downloaded. I was working with, you know, my producers, uh, Glenn Zipper and Mark Schiller on Downloaded, who um, we were looking to do the next thing. And, and um, you know, I have a lot of interest in this community. I have a lot of uh, entree into this community. I spent a lot of time on the Napster story. Um, I know a lot of people. My interest in the Internet goes back into the 80s. I first got involved in online communities uh, back in the Usenet era in the, oh, yeah. in the late 80s. So Alt.furries. Exactly. Asphyxiation. Exactly. I've been yeah. there. I've yeah. been in that group. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, John Gilmore, the original cypherpunk who sort of created the alt movement, came to my San Francisco premiere of Deep Web and scared the living crap out of me. Seeing him in the front row, the audience was like, I am such deep shit when this is over. He called you out on improper code he, usage. He called a, me out on a couple. He loved the movie. He absolutely yeah. loved it. But he, he called me out on a couple. Actually, they were fairly superficial cosmetic things that I wouldn't actually say we even got wrong, but I was using the prevailing terminology, and the prevailing terminology is wildly inaccurate, unfortunately. Gotcha. But if I start, anyway. Um, no, no, no. Defend yeah. your case yeah, just exactly. for him, for that yeah. one user okay, John, out there. I know you're not watching this, <laughs> um, but uh, 
but so the reality in, of it is, is, early is I, yeah, I, yeah, I got involved early on. I was aware of drug markets on on the internet back in the eighties. Uh, you know, encrypted email, anonymous usernames, right. all that jazz. It was very similar to the community you find on the dark net today. It was just much smaller and more more technologically agile to a degree. It took a little bit more steps to get through than it does I think the today. barrier to entry then was was more difficult, but the barrier to entry today to do it properly yeah. is equally as difficult. Yeah. But you could just download the Tor browser, yeah. open up the onion, and you're good to go. It's getting simpler. You can't get caught. Yeah, it's, yeah. It is, it, yeah exactly. It's simpler, but you're right. It is actually harder to be more anonymous today. Correct. Um, so, uh, yeah, I actually, you know, so it's been said, I think that, you know, crime on the darknet is a really bad idea because I think the big misunderstanding most people have about these technologies is that they're anonymous, uh, which they are if you're really, really good at protecting your anonymity. But protecting your anonymity on the, on, in the digital space is almost impossible because mm -hmm. it's, you're dealing with things that bake your transactions, whether they are physical or currency-oriented or even just logging onto something. Those are baked somewhere in record. As all my friends from the Silk Road would say, the internet never forgets. Right. You know, right. uh, it doesn't matter whether you screwed up seven years ago, it's there forever. So, um, so I started investigating this world, really not from the criminality standpoint, but from the more privacy and anonymity activist standpoint. Then I discovered the Silk Road. Then I discovered Ross. And then I was like, oh, that's a really good way into the story uh, because it is a conundrum. It is confusing. It is paradoxical. I like stories that are paradoxical. It's not an easy answer. You can't look at him and say he's all good or he's all bad. Right. It's there's somewhere in between. Where's your Bob Durst moment? Where's exactly. your bathroom moment where he's like, exactly. I, I should not should know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now my eyes are black. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I killed them all. Exactly. You're not going to get a gotcha moment in this movie. You're going to get yeah. the opposite of that. And I think that's going to confound people, but I don't, I don't mind. That's kind of why I made it. Um, and then I just went about, uh, contacting the core people from that world. And I had access to the original Silk Road site. I was able to pull down PGP and encryption keys for all the primary people involved and contact them. Uh, and then I was able to verify sort of beyond that who they were. Mm. Um, and so I, th that was my research. In and of itself, a monumental achievement because you're, you're, uh, you're approaching people that it's many, many of whom rightfully so are skeptical of media and are doing things that maybe they don't want to talk about and have exposed. So to be able to track them down, reach out to them, get them to agree to be in something like this, mm -hmm. and say the things they said, again, kudos. I mean, a, a, a huge fan. Oh, a huge great. Fan. So I hope everybody checks it out. Yeah, uh, for thank sure. you. Where are we at now with the story? I know we're, I'm, I want to make sure that, that we're we, fine. we honor it. Okay. Yeah. You got like 10? Okay. Yeah. Uh, where, where are we at now with, with the story? Because the, the doc ends with a, uh, a date for an arraignment or a trial or something that was going to start, but did, is, has that not been delayed? Or it got delayed, but the film comes out a couple of days after that, and all we need is is the result of that sentencing. I mean, there's nothing. What's happening is he's been convicted. Ross Ulbricht has been convicted mm -hmm. on all seven counts, and he faces twenty, thirty years at the minimum to uh, life in prison maximum. And uh, we get that sentence on a uh, week from tomorrow, uh, Friday the twenty ninth. Wow. Uh, and that sentence will go into the film, and the film will have that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, really? when it shows, yeah. yeah. What, what, what is going to happen with, I mean, I see, I read the story, I'm sure someone's brought it up to you, that, that, like a robot got arrested a couple weeks ago. I don't <laughs> I know, know if you saw yeah. that. Like a guy they, wrote an AI, he gave yeah. it some Bitcoin, he's like, okay, machine, go and but purchase. They, they did that on purpose. I mean, they, they well, knew sure. that that was the end result. Yeah, of, of I mean, that. it's like, you're not going to get, you're going to get the new Yeezus sneakers? Yeah. No, you're going to buy opium. That's yeah. what you're going to find. Exactly. On, but it's like, I hear... Stories like that happening, these marketplaces still exist. It's whack-a-mole, yeah. as you alluded to. You hit one and a thousand other pop up. I mean, are we going to see 
a truly anonymous internet emerge, or is that game already done? Does the NSA already have the T-splitter going, and they're finding every bit no matter what you try to do? No, I, I, I don't think that's the case at all. I think it's quite the opposite. I think that the encryption movement is, at its, is in its infancy, and it's the very beginning of, of a movement that started as a very small, rarefied community that is now, I think, in the post-Snowden world, become... Um, and not just Snowden, um, but also the post-Sony hack, post-Target hack, post-Blue right. Anthem hack, I think the average citizen is going, wait a minute, you know, the axiom up till now has been if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear, and yet, you know, all my medical records just got stolen and naked pictures of my children are being sold on the Internet, and, like, maybe I do need some privacy. Maybe I do need some safeguards online. Maybe right. I do need, you know, anonymity tech tools that are baked into my browser, into my email, into my text just to protect me from, you know, nefarious actors on the Internet as well as, as anyone else. So, no, I think that we're actually quite the opposite. I think we're entering, uh, we're going to be moving towards a boom in privacy and encryption business. I think that we're going to be seeing a, an expansion of privacy and anonymity tools that are being uh, built for the average consumer. Um, and I think that, that what law enforcement is doing um, to counteract that is, you know, I think that they're really trying to, to uh, rapidly in, in inform the public um, what the difference is between a good actor and a bad actor on the, on the internet. And I think they got their work cut out for them, mm -hmm. frankly. I think that, that um, the, I think sometimes this battle gets misperceived. The battle sometimes perceived as like pro-government or anti-government. And I would actually say that the battle is mostly happening within the government itself. I think that, that it's a battle, it's a debate they have to have with themselves as to, I mean, the NSA and DARPA and all these people, they built all this stuff. Right. You know, they use it. Right. This they, was their baby. Yeah, they need it. They need Tor. They need these. They need to be able to communicate anonymously. They need privacy and encryption tools. They know that hackers, that you can't on the one hand, on hand tell Sony, well, this wouldn't have happened to you if you had better uh, operational security, and in the same sentence say, but you can't have operational security. <laughs> right. You know? Also, you have, by the way, we yeah. may have installed the back doors <laughs> exactly. ourselves in the Cisco yeah. routers that you bought, Precisely. which may have left you vulnerable. Ooh, yeah. God, we're so conflicted. Exactly. Please don't take your business offshore. Ah. Yeah, exactly. So it's a huge dilemma. I mean, it's a real dilemma, and I, and I think it's... it's but you think, I, I love that you think it's going in a positive direction from mindshare of end user and for business. Me, I, I am, I'm so cautiously optimistic with mm -hmm. so many things, and I see that, you know, the, uh, even the Obama administration going after, trying to make encryption illegal by default and lobbying, you know, for companies to have that happen. And I also see people excusing the intrusion. The next hack, uh, uh, I would argue, at least the people that I've spoken with, it's almost like, a, yeah, what, of course, it's another one of those, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Of course they got all my info. And yeah. even when I explained to them that the, a physical version of that intrusion, mm -hmm. the daily basis of someone booting open your front door, yeah. going through the photos on your fridge, rummaging through your laundry, yeah. get, going through your cabinets, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. It's just bots on the net. And yet, People are like, no, it's not the same thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's whatever. It's, it's all out there. No, I and I get defeated. So yeah. Yeah. I love that you have the opposite. opposite. Well, I just don't, you know, I don't, um, I don't think it's essential for us to just get resigned and just sit down on the side of the curb and say, oh, whatever. There's, I mean, I'll, I'll have conversations with people who are like, well, there is no privacy anymore. I'm like, think about the ramifications of that statement if that's really true. Thankfully, it isn't true. There is privacy. And there are many things you can do online to protect your privacy. But of course we have to have privacy to retain some shred of who we are as human beings. Right. Of course we do. So, of course there's going to be a movement to retain human privacy moving into the digital age. And they're not going to take it lying down. And we are going to have to all 
do this together. I mean, I know it sounds very kumbaya. I know the world often doesn't work that way, but there is really no other answer. We do have to work together. The, the government, law enforcement, government has to work with itself. Law enforcement right. has to work with itself. You know, the, You're right. Though. I mean, if, if overnight a, 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 a double-digit percentage of people who use iMessage decided, you know what, no, we're going we're gonna to take our business elsewhere, even if it's at 99 cents a pop to this app that yeah. is guaranteeing me anonymity when I want it or security or whatever else, mm -hmm. it would force everybody to wake up and provide those solutions as well. Right. And it's, that's, you don't have to take to the streets. You don't have to occupy a park. Right. You, just, you just vote with your dollars, essentially. Yeah, and if people are out there building front-end technologies that allow you to do that, mm -hmm. then if suddenly, and, and we're reaching this space very quickly, people can say, mm, you know, I feel very strongly about net neutrality, for instance. We're not going to use your internet. Do whatever you want right. with it. TPP, whatever you want. We're going we're gonna to use mesh networks. We're going to use other networks. We're right. going we to move our business elsewhere. So, I mean, that ship has sailed. So, it's, you know, people, I think, are aware of the fact that there are alternatives and the cryptos are very, and, you know, open source developers and people in the tech space are very good at building new technologies. Are you, were you more secure having finished this film with your communications and whatnot? Were you already taking your anonymity and your privacy seriously and using tools going into it? Yeah, I was because, you know, uh, my primary concern is being hacked. So right. I was very concerned about being hacked before I, I went into this story. Um, you know, I... Sounds I'm, like a challenge. I just want to make that very clear yeah. to everybody out there. That sounds like a huge challenge. Oh, God. The firewall is up. The gauntlet's been dropped. It's Forget not. the X Prize. <laughs> Go for the Alex Prize. What oh, are we talking no. here? Bank records? Uh, family all, photos? It's all it's out the there. ICloud? It's all out there. I mean, I've gotten, like, you know, I had two different credit cards from two different banks hacked in one really? week. Yeah. Are you on PlayStation? Is that why? Uh, but no, but you want to know something funny? The hackers were. Like, I, I found out who it was, like, because I do have those capabilities. Yeah. And both times it was the same guys, and it was these two guys in San Bernardino. All the charges: Domino's Pizza, PlayStation, <laughs> Domino's Pizza, PlayStation. It was like, bam, bam, bam. No, bam you've bam, been bam. hacked by cliche. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I really, I really did. I got the hoodie wearing. You know, it's a, uh, it's a good thing Mountain Dew wasn't launching a new flavor I then, because swear you would have been to God. paying by the pallet. Yeah, in the valley. I mean, it was like I gotten hacked by Bill and Ted. I mean, it really, it really was like. Not uh, that they would know anything about technology. Listen, you put but... the ball on the tee for me. I've got four minutes. Okay. Four minutes. Right. And already in chat earlier, people were like, you got to ask. Yeah. I know. I mean, I'm sure not a junket or an interview or a podcast goes by. Yeah. And last I read, the status was still working on the script. It's so close to being done, which in this town means. It's it... five or six years away from either happening or not happening. <laughs> exactly. Let me just put that in Hollywood exactly. parlance for exactly. you. Exactly. Are yeah. you still at that phase, or is it looking more likely now? It's, we are farther along the phase of it's either going to happen really soon, a little bit later from now, long from now, or never. I hope that's satisfying, <laughs> but it's honest. No, I, I appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. We're either going to be shooting it. this year right. or possibly prepping this year mm -hmm. or not. Right. Is there a Kickstarter in the future? Is that I would like to think so. Yeah, I hate to float that out into the into the sphere. It's but nothing official. I, just... I am a big believer in crowdfunding. I would assume so. Um, yeah. I did it for Deep Web. Um, I really uh, I could argue with you for much longer than we have about the ethics of it and why I'm a believer in the ethics of it. I'm um, I don't think that it's a swindle. I think that I think it's a swindle if you don't provide your yeah, if you don't deliver the product. Exactly. Sure, you swindled someone. Exactly. Everything if, else, fair game. Yeah, you have to offer really good incentives, and you have to be there with those incentives, and you have to really bring those people into your community. I think if you don't do that, that's the swindle. I think that people are there to really be genuinely part of the community of what you're doing, and that's primarily what I love about crowdfunding. Is like is the community aspect. What I love about the internet is the community mm -hmm. aspect. Um, so, you know, I have always had a great experiences with it. The, the Bill and Ted fans, 
are a big reason why we've even gotten this far. So I feel like a crowdfunding that sort of allows them to become part of the community of making this movie that really does bring them into the making right. of the movie would be really great. We have, you know, people to convince of that who maybe still haven't figured out how to plug their their phone line into their computer, even though you don't do that anymore. Exactly. Um, when my net zero free trial runs out, I'll talk to you about starting the yeah. kicks. They're still trying to jam the AOL disc into the CD-ROM drive that isn't even a CD-ROM drive. That's my drive. coffee cup holder. Right. I don't know what you're doing with that disc. There's yeah. no music on it. So yeah. There's a lot of a lot of fear, yeah. and and um, you know we have we'll deal with that. But I would really, I would love to do a crowd. I would I I, I yeah. wait for the day that I can click uh, the the triangle and see a phone booth land. Yeah. And you step out of it and tell me that I have a chance to make. A third happen. I really yeah. do. I yeah. really do. And if there's anything we can ever do when that day comes, please, awesome, please let us know. Again, yeah. I know I had I had a limited time here. I apologize yeah. if I wasted it. Not at all. Uh, it's great. I it, wish I had more time. Please come on back anytime. We'll sit yeah. down. I want to talk idiot box. I want to yeah. talk so many things with you. Great. Uh, but thank you for making the time here. Yeah. Uh, thank again, you. how can people follow you and how can people find this documentary? Um, let's, let's ride the yeah, promo pony out of here. It's uh, deepwebthemovie.com. And uh, Alex Winter, it's A-L-X-W-I-N-T-E-R on Twitter. Twitter's probably the better way to get me because I'm on it all the time. You got it. And the yeah. best way to hack you, should they start with your email? Do you want to throw that out? Or um, it's it's so easy. They don't need any help. What was the name of your first pet and what yeah. high school did you go to? Exactly. They might need some security yeah. questions. A-W-Password-1 <laughs> if they want to start there. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know. Whatever. The, key, the world is their oyster. Alex, thank you, man. Thank I, you. I, I love the doc. I, I hope you. a lot of people see it. Uh, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And anytime, please come back. We'll sit down for, uh, for a full sesh. Thank you. All right, uh, guys, if you're watching on Twitch, please hang out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk Alex out of the building. He's got to go do more press. But then other Alex, lesser Alex, and I are going to sit down. And we're going to shoot the ish for a few minutes, take some questions. So you stay right there. We'll be right back. Thanks. Hello, everybody. This is Alex Correa. You may know me from The Attack or this podcast. I'm just about to be in in the future somehow. Well, nevertheless, you're about to hear a little bit of a fireside chat between me and Papa Kevin himself in just a few seconds. Although I'd like to take this time to remind you that if you like what you hear slash see in this little chat we're about to have, that there are more talks just like this with me and Kevin and Yaniv and friends and maybe some vagrants who hang out by the dumpster outside our studio over at patreon.com slash the attack. We've been doing a mostly weekly behind the scenes chat with the whole attack crew. We answer your questions, have fun discussions, and not to excite anyone too much, this week there may or may not have been a little bit of an intern catfight. And I'll tell you, I've never seen two young women stare at each other with that much hate. Outside of an incognito browser. That being said, guys, patreon.com slash the attack for more behind the scenes-ish just like this. Enjoy this special bonus chat. Go. This podcast should be America. 110% fucking blood red American. B N E A A. Everybody playing vagina. Left and right. Cyborg Jesus. Ooh, Jesus America. On right now? Yeah, we're on. Great. Hey guys. Uh, hey there, internets. I'm switching over. My uh, my chat is not loading, so I am retrying. I have chat, Th guys. That was that. a that was a quick one, wasn't it? Hey, listen, In, quick movie? mean great. bad. See ya. I actually, I thought every second of it was interesting. Yeah, it was. Alex is a great talker, man. I wanted I, more I, I was, words to spill out of his mouth. I was mouth. bummed that I, I did not get to fully know him or talk to him about his life and career and, and get into the ish with him. Um, but he showed up. He, was, he drove halfway uh, across town uh, to do this podcast, and they, he's been doing back-to-back -back press today. So it'll be one outlet to the next, one uh, different news thing to the next. So he got here, and he's like, cool, you guys know about my heart out, right? 
I was like, I did not know about that. Sounds hot. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna have a ch- chat with super producer Neil Fatucci about that. Well, I thought he was just wrong because he, because he said that when he first sat down, he's like 4:30, and he was like, cool, and I'm like, well, they're both cool about it. I don't yeah. know. 4:30 is now, basically. So people are already calling out your quick doesn't mean bad, which is your go-to saying. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> I have to defend myself. No, I get it. I get it. It's quality. All four pumps. Not about quantity, Kevin. Um, so I even I, wanted less. I, I I wish that were uh, four times as long, and I hope to get Alex back as well because I, I I speak a language that he does, and I would really like to dive a little deeper into uh, his background, his world, uh, the, the 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 subjects that he covers, everything. So we'll get him back in here. It was real uh, nerdy at some point. You guys are fucking nerds. It was, well, I, that's, I wanted to take a step back and, uh, and broaden it out a little bit. We just didn't have the time. Had to hop right in. Had to take for granted. But uh, I thought, thank you, Big Oh No. Says it was an interesting podcast. I thought it was fun. Yeah. It was quick, though. Man. He was like, that, that's, I, really, I, I, guess, I guess we got it. I guess we got it done, right? 30 seconds is plenty, Kev. Uh, disagree. Disagree. You're a better man than I am. Chit Chats, how is you? Here's the issue. Um... It was a good damn pointless. Now my brain has blue balls. I know, right? I felt like, oh, it was just, it was just. Ah! And, is there a climax to the pointless podcast yeah. usually? Just where someone can finish? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I must not catch it. I'm too busy on you're, the computer. You're probably not uh, punching it hard enough. Really? Yeah. You just gotta. I slap it like it a ketchup bottle. Can you kill that? That sound, please. Thank you. Uh, thank you, righteous. Who says Kevin never a bad interview? Pereira. I have a. Many a podcast and many a TV show clip that would disagree with that. He's not searching hard enough. But I'll take He's it. not searching hard Thank enough. Thank you. Great shit does happen here. Um, That's a good slogan. So, yeah, he, he drove way out of the way to get here, and so that was 30 minutes nice and quick. So uh, what I want to do – oh, Joe was saying some pretty good shit about you guys after you guys switched back. Oh, cool. That's uh, Joe Rogan, yes. Uh, yeah, earlier today, Joe Rogan was doing a live JRE. Uh, that's the Joe Rogan Experience with a mm. CSGO player. And I guess they were talking about Twitch, so they switched. It'd be weird if they weren't us. talking about Twitch for the CS:GO player. They were just talking about animals and husbandry, and yeah, animal husbandry. Animal husbandry. Yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> if you wanted to mix those two things together, you'd get crazy on me. But yeah, uh, things are looking up. Says Big O. No, thanks, buddy. Thanks for the vote of confidence. So uh, here's what I think we can do. Uh, well, let's kill. Let's kill twenty minutes or so. Sure. You were, right. You were even unsure about yourself. You're like, let's kill. T- uh, I don't know. Well, I didn't know what time it was. I got. I got. Uh, this is the go. People to see. Mm-hmm. Kevin I Pereira. do have appointments to get to, unfortunately. Ooh. And we have. Uh, we have a guest coming by the studio that I need to prep for. Oh shit! A guest I do know that about could that. greatly influence the future of these broadcasts and this brand. So it's a very important to me that um, you know I get my summer's eve inserted properly. I don't want to smell uncouth. Ted Turner. So uh, we'll get ready. Yes, Mr. Turner is here. Uh, Tina's son. We got him a push pop. He's going to love it. Got him <laughs> some gloves, too. We don't want it spilling onto his fingers. So if you're let's kill some time. It's something that we can cut into the podcast or just let it be a thing where we hang out and that's that. So if you guys have questions, answers, and whatnots. Q's and A's. As people go ahead. Know. You can throw out the answer. We'll figure out the question. Otherwise... Ask some questions and we'll be good. I love Jeopardy interviews. Uh, Hootie Fish wants us to mention that the Twitch app now has VOD. One can do the rewatch on the celly phones now. You don't well, have to bring your laptop into the bathroom to finish one off while you're watching our show. Dang. Or in the car or wherever you want to be, guys. It's so much more convenient. Where's the weirdest place you've finished one off, Alex? Um, not, uh, jer- uh, hmm. See, people always ask where's the weirdest place you've had sex, and I'm a real boring guy. And I guess I, I would know not to ask that. Yeah, so that's not... Where have I jerked off, though? I jerked off in a moving car in, during the day. Were you driving? Yeah. Oh, Alex. 
<laughs> I was. Why? It was a lot. You I, just couldn't wait. You couldn't so, wait to pull over at a at a subway. I've, I've you couldn't have popped into a Chevron bathroom. Listen, added to the layers I've, on the wall. I've driven. I don't want to ruin that artwork. I've driven across the country many times, Kevin. You know that. And yeah. then I've gone with people. I went with my brother the first time. One of my best friends the second. Was time. your brother in the car? He was sleeping. Alex. No, it's a joke. That didn't happen. Bro, I can get there first. No, no you can't, bro. Oh, yeah, I can too, Slapping bro. Slapping each other in the balls. Oh, hey, stop you're forcing it me. Then my dad wakes up. Hey, stop doing that. Um, no, Let I me show you <laughs> kids how quick I can get you there. Ah, Dad. <laughs> I didn't know you could split like that. Um, no, I, he, uh, no, no one did it except for me. The third time I went by myself, I had no one to talk to. I had to stay awake. I, I didn't sleep much the, last, the night before, and I was like, I gotta stay awake. I should probably just jerk off, so I did. Coffee, no dose, we'll roll the window down. Eh. Those are all leading up to, big. that's an if, this, then, that. But did you, have, did you have a big gulp cup? Did you have an, uh, a removable ashtray? So that's did you have a SpongeBob <laughs> baseball cap? <laughs> no, I like that hat. Um, go on. I don't know. See, that's the thing. When you're jerking off in a car, you don't think you're already bad things are going through your mind. So you don't know where you're going to finish. So I'm thinking, do I go out the window? It's probably a bad idea. You don't idea. know where, as if it's a ticking time bomb that you can't defuse. You can't take your hand off your dick for two seconds so, to strategize about where to blow I've got fucking bad lumbar support. My butt cheeks are numb. I'm also going to have blue balls. I have to finish. I'm not going to, I don't have an ashtray. God, I don't know. <laughs> that's the worst plot to speed three. I gotta, Jesus, I don't know, is there a burrito wrapper? I can't, I gotta, the toll booth is coming up! So I did have, first of all, I don't know how people pee in the car, that's the same problem I had, but I, I, I had a Gatorade bottle, but it wasn't one of the big ones with like the wide mouth, it was one of the small, listen, I couldn't finish in the Gatorade bottle, that was a problem, and then I thought like maybe out the window, maybe open the door, I was in the middle of Utah, so like middle of nowhere. I like how you're going to imply that you're just going to roll the window down and flop it over the driver door, as if that could ever happen. No, in I'd, open, I'd open the suicide door I have and spin yeah. 180. It's the only reason to get a Lambo door, yeah. and so that you can rest it over your thigh and let it just drizzle on out. That's, no. why, that's why I made sure my Audi had a moonroof. I would just, and oh, there it goes. There it goes, and then you wait for the windshield wipers of the car behind you. <laughs> a special treat for you, Miata. Um, so, so, so you couldn't get the Gatorade bottle to go. Yeah. So. And. You you uh you you finish in a in a condom you have in the car, right? That you found on the floorboard, so, or used in the glove box. So here here's the weird thing. I had to, it was in the trunk of my car. Was it so your I brothers. Had to, uh, wait, you 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 pulled over on the side of the road before finishing. Yes. Still have an erection. Yeah, but there's things you could do. Like what? Like you know, belt it, cinch it. So you tuck your uh, you tuck your erection up into a belt. Yeah. So you a makeshift cock ring. Yeah. You cinch it off. You waddle <laughs> to the back of the car. It's the middle of fuck. It's eighty. It's it's the U. It, you're, I'm on the eighty in Utah. Nobody's there. Fucking. It's a one lane highway. I pull over. Maybe two cars passed. And that's not the weirdest thing they saw today. Trust me. So you pop the trunk because you think, I might have a condom in there. Yes. That's a thought that went through your head. I thought maybe, listen, there's only two cars going by. I'll pull the passenger door out a little bit, go in the nook on the side of the road. Maybe do that. Maybe. But I did do that. I got the condom and I finished. I, it was nice. I played, uh, I, I played Michael McDonald and just drove down the road. And, and you, but you, you, you buckled it in into the passenger seat? No, I, you I, in a soggy condom or did you whip it out of cactus? I, I, I finished in the condom and then threw it out the window. And you littered. What am I, I'm not going to sit there. Come on, Alex. You had all this time. I'm not going to pull over again. You could have finished it in a gopher hole or something. You could have made it exciting. I thought about it. Is but... that a rattler hole? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> Where's the weirdest place you've driven? Nick in a box says. Hold on, Kevin. Nick in a box says hashtag bogus. I don't know if he believes you. I did do that. What really happened? 
That is, that's what actually happened. From serious documentary discussion to this sad panda. If I lied about it, it happened. Look at the fucking thing on the screen. Look. What am I going to talk to Alex about that's serious? Nothing. I don't do you know serious. Let's have a serious discussion, Alex. Okay, sure. You said yesterday that things... <laughs> Kevin opens the floor for anything and Alex chooses to talk dicks. Seems legit. <laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't choose to do that. You asked the question, and I'm willing to talk about what you're about to get to, but you didn't answer the question, where's the weirdest place you've jerked off? What's going on in your life? What's going on in my life, Kevin? That has, has you upset, concerned, bewildered? What is going Let's Let's check in with Alex. Whew. You quit college. You I moved did. to the Valley very quickly. Yes. Um... Uh, I think it was a good economical decision because you get more bang for your buck here usually. But also, I'm not losing money. You probably did it for uh, for for work purposes, right? Yes. To be close to the studio. Mm -hmm. it's a bold move. Because for some reason, I like coming here. Um, can't imagine why. I <laughs> certainly don't yet. I will get there. Uh, what is going on in your world? How has the move gone? How is your personal life? What is happening that has Oof. you? Because you yesterday uh, said that you might be experiencing some difficulties. Yeah, I mean, who who isn't experiencing difficulties? A, a lot Kevin? of people are. I don't know what your difficulties are, though. I don't know. Wait, you, you, that's a very broad question, Kevin. I'm wondering what. Well, let's narrow it down. Okay, sure. What what ails you, son? I don't What's know, bothering man. you? I think first of all, I think I think professionally is that I feel like it's kind of uh, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting what's right in front of me. I don't get what I'm doing, and I don't get why I'm doing it, and that's scary to me because I understand personally why I'm doing it, but like I don't. I have. I mean. Personally, in my life, I have a lot less people now because I'm always here and I'm always working, and I like doing that. But speaking into the internet, speaking into these cameras right now, I don't. It doesn't process what I'm doing, and that there's actually people who care about it. Some days I come in and I go, "Why am I doing this?" I mean, it, it means something to me, but what am I actually doing with myself? Like, why am I doing this? Because, well, why are you doing it? It can't. I mean, a, a certain a portion of it should is surely okay to be predicated on the reaction and who you're delivering it for. Hey guys. Yeah, <laughs> like subscribe uh a certain portion of that is, is totally fine but is that but it, it sounds like that's like the lion's share of the answer you're searching for is based off of who wh why no because why i wouldn't be here others? if that was the case so then what so then what is it then it's um i don't know you mean why are you why like why are you in this industry why are you creating content no it's like what i don't know what it, is your end it's game gonna, it's gonna sound real it's gonna sound real negative man but like i've 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 cur i've realized that this uh, I'm, I'm, it's give, it's more, it's more, it's not really sadness, it's anxiety, is that this is all I have. And that's cool because that make it, I like the thing I'm doing. I love it actually. I do, okay. but it's all I have. And I realize that all my eggs are in one basket and it's not like the basket's looking to be thrown off a cliff. It's not, I don't think we are, but I'm, well, you're not included on those emails. Sure. Yeah, of, of course. I mean, cut Alex's desk first. You're the last to find out that the sky is falling when a cloud conks you on your fucking forehead and you, oh, whoops. Yeah, but uh, I, see. I I don't what have. What do you mean this is now? So what do you mean this is all you have? You mean this is all you have? Like, are we speaking professionally, personally, or both? In the world. In the world. Yes. Okay. And that bothers you because it's all the eggs in a basket, or that bothers you because you'd like to have more? Oh, it's fun to diversify your life. I mean, I wish. Yeah, you it you you can. I but I can't though. Yeah, you can. No, I, but that's the thing. It's 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 a loop of anxiety, man. Because I'm I'm anxious because I'm I'm doing all this work that I put everything into this. Right. And then I'm also anxious that it could not be that and it could just end and this could be nothing. Well, the good news is you have developed in a short time skills and sure. footage that mm -hmm. can be cut into a reel. And, you know, you could download a Google template and, and punch up a real nice resume in any second. And you could even tomorrow if you wanted to. You don't have to wait for the sky to fall here because mm -hmm. um, it's falling. 
you could go do this or something similar to this anywhere else. So if tomorrow that we were the epicenter of fail, mm -hmm. you would be just fine professionally. Now, personally, I think you have to broaden your horizons. You have to add more to your life because if you don't, you will not be able to execute at this job mm -hmm. because you need relationships and, com and, and, and friendships and uh, conversations and happenings and mm -hmm. events in your life to marinate the meat that is the Alex Flank steak. You need to put some seasoning on there or else you're not going to have anything to draw from and you're, it's going to be a blank. Now, right now it may seem like you're giving this your all and every ounce of your effort and you certainly are incredibly dedicated and working a ton of hours on it. But you should theoretically mm -hmm. level up those skills should get easier and more uh, – you'll know exactly what it takes to make a thing or whatever, and you'll become more efficient at that. We'll also get more resources to help make those things, so then that frees you up mm -hmm. to do more things. What are you doing on Saturday? What am I doing on Saturday? I'm uh, watching a house <laughs> and a dog. Never met the dog. I did meet the dog. It's a nice dog. You met the dog. But, Not my um, dog. It's a friend's house. I know, I know the house you're watching. So what are you going to do with some of those hours of that day? Uh, do you have a condom in your trunk? Uh, well, listen, I'll bring it into the house. Sorry, Phil. Um, no, I, uh, You're not taking advantage of the dog that you're sitting. I mean... Let me be clear about that. It is a nice, nice little white Gotta dog. bring it back around. All right, um, so... But, but what am I doing on Saturday? I have, I have it planned out. Fr Friday, I'm going to come... Tomorrow, I'm doing the show, and then after mm -hmm. that, I'm going to do a bunch of housekeeping on a bunch of shit for, the, for our, our Patreon operations and some cool. of our uh, Twitch stuff and just housekeep like that, answer some messages... That's going to be Friday. Saturday, I'm going to write some stuff because I feel like I haven't been doing enough of that. I've been so focused on the attack that I haven't been doing anything else. And then Sunday is pointless. Slaying pussy all day. Well, yes, me what? Yeah, I mean, that's nighttime. I the, the, the sliz, I say sliz. The sliz slaying is mostly the nocturnal hours. So why, why, but you, you can certainly... Uh, I I understand the workload and it is a lot of work, but you can certainly find times to do things there. Yeah, but I kind of I burned every bridge I have in this town. I did. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, not professionally, but with my friends, I did. How so? Um, I had a lot of friends in college, and I I stopped talking to them completely. <laughs> well, you can you can talk to them again. I know, but it's real hard. You ever do that? Yes. You ever stop talking to someone Absolutely. for like six months? Absolutely, because you know what? A, a person who is a quality, genuine friend. Mm -hmm. May tell you, hey, that was shitty of you if you just cut me out. I'm assuming you communicated with them why I lived or with whatever. Them. Okay. I lived with them for six months. And I didn't talk to them. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, look, it happens. You got busy. Work is a priority sometimes. But I, I feel like what, some of my best friends, it's funny, I haven't talked with some of them in ages. But when mm -hmm. I do, it's picking up just like that because you realize, like, shit happens. Lives get busy, whatever. And mm -hmm. anybody who's, uh, if you left somebody hanging high and dry or if you, uh, failed to come through on commitments, okay, that's being a shitty friend. But a real friend should totally accept that you got busy and interested in the thing and you ran with it. And yeah. it was a pivotal thing in your life. They shouldn't fault you for that. Use 404 said, the worthwhile ones will accept you. Trust me, Alex, I had to drop out of life for years. The good ones understand. Yeah. There you go. <sighs> I, I guess. I mean, I guess a, some, a lot of them, they do go to college, so they go home for the summer, so they're not here. But it's like, I, I don't know. I, I'm learning. Also, New friends. But that's the thing. That's what I want to talk about because I, when, I remember my brother is five years older than me. Mm -hmm. And then when he finished college, he lived at home. And I never got how, uh, how hard it was. I was like, why is he always home all the time? Like, he finished college. shouldn't You know, it's hard to find a job. And it's also hard. He had a job, but he didn't have any friends. And he's now, and now he works in the city, and he has a lot of friends. And he knows he's got, but for like 
for a good three or four years, he didn't do anything. And I didn't understand, like, why didn't you make more friends? But it's not easy to make friends once you don't have a reason to do it. I mean, I you don't go to school, so you don't meet people. Right. I'm here all the time, so I I meet you guys, and you guys are my friends. But other than that, you I don't can call up King of Games any night. I'm I sure. call up Phil. I can't. I don't know if I can take it every night because Phil fucking goes hard every night. He goes ham. I'll probably Phil die. Fucking, Phil goes beast mode. Yeah, I pre I prep for it. I take Wingman multivitamins. Wingman is beast mode though. It's okay. Trust me, Wingman is a, is an all play for for him. I you you tap in, you tap out for Phil. Uh, I, I think there are many opportunities. You don't have to. It's not. It shouldn't. If you want to make friends, it's work, not hard to make friends. I work in an opportunity, Kevin. That's what I'm saying. I, it doesn't – I don't – these people, they are, they are my friends, but only when I chat them. And I don't understand that, hey, I can go on TeamSpeak, and I can talk to them, and we can play together. And, and Right, but you can also go to the UCB. It's three blocks away. Sure. You can also go to an improv thing and say hello to someone. That's scary, though. Well, maybe you should do things that scare you in this world. I try to. Good. Keep going. And not just scare you because they can physically hurt you. That's I know you're really good at that. But I mean, like, emotionally fuck you up and try your ego and your soul. I shied away from that from years, and it stunted my growth immensely. But you can go to any number of things. You can go to free concerts, free this, free that. Go to a fucking uh, frisbee golf competition. They happen. I know you like throwing the frizz around. I do love a frizz. Who doesn't I love do a love good frizz? So there's plenty of opportunities. And, yes, you can hop on the pile at any time or organize a meetup in L.A. Yeah. There's enough L.A. fans and folks that if you wanted to get to know them in, in person, I call I, it out. I, 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 uh, hey, you can't say fan orgy, though. You've got to say, let's all just meet up at 82 and play some arcade games, or let's all meet up yeah. at Meltdown and, and browse some comics. Then you proposition everybody, but you can't throw out fan orgy. Fucking fine text, dude. Get them to sign something, they're in. Well, we actually got a subscriber, so uh, Spiderpool, 4242. Oh, hey, Spiderpool. Mm. I'm sorry, the alerts are off right now. We're just doing some real talks right here. Um, really high? Or do they think I'm high? Or no, he's kind of high. Johnny Uncoming Storm is kind of high. Nice. I think it seems like Alex is questioning his value on the show, maybe. Is no. that the case? I don't think that's the case. 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 Um, I think you're in a position where you're on a treadmill, and the treadmill keeps moving faster and faster just when you think you've caught your stride. You realize, like, oh, shit, it can go even faster, and the incline can get even higher. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the rest of your life, my friend. Yeah. That is it. So what you're going to learn is interval training. You're going to be like, all right, two minutes, I'm going to fucking sprint my face off. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sprint. I'm going to sweat. I'm going to fucking, uh, baby, you're a firework. You got to right, I'm a firework. Yeah. I'm going to show them what I'm worth. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm. And then you hit the big red stop button. You go, oh, fuck, I need some acid. Yeah. I just need. Well, that's what. I need something. I need a, oh, God, I just need, I need a book. Ah, uh, I need some hot room yoga. Yeah. I need some friends. Oh, I, I go straight this. to, like, you think I'd go, like, fucking going to go booze, and I go to, like, get a, a massage. At, Great. I'm at, all for that. Go to Voda Spa, Russian Spa. I'll give you some credits. No, dude. I go, go to Voda. I go to a, a weird uh, Korean you go to, like, place. One of those weird Korean places yeah. where everybody walks around naked and shit? No, they don't go to... No, Have like, you seen those? No, what? There's Korean spas in Koreatown, and it's co-ed, and everybody's just walking around naked. But I mean, it's not sweet. It's, like, fucking, like, ugh. Eh, it's... <laughs> It's questionable. Yeah. I don't think you're going to catch anything there, but you're going to want to shower after you're yeah, done with the showers. I don't know if STDs showers. are airborne. If so. Oh, the good ones are. You should be able to rocket them from your genitals like a, a ping pong ball. A green haze. you like, got to avoid that cloud. Watch out for the applause. Claps flying at your face. Um, go. That's exactly that. I mean, that's, look, it's not the, balance is key. Balance mm -hmm. is the most important thing. Balance is what 
leads to longevity and happiness and everything else from your sleep to your food to your work to your play it's all about balance but mm -hmm. there is something to be said for interval training especially at your age sprint hard stop when you need to stop mm -hmm. smell some roses take some fucking bubble baths go on some dates get some healing crystals eat some cereal binge some xbox and get back on that fucking treadmill and sprint but you can't be afraid to get off of it you also can't be afraid of getting back on of it back on it uh, I'm so good at it, Kevin. I was so good at just keep going. It's like it's just recently, like this past month, like I, it kind of got to me because like I was pretty. That's like, not true. You hit a wall uh, a couple months ago, and you had to go home. Yeah. Okay. That's fun. Great. <laughs> but that happens. Yeah. That happens. You got to learn to balance it, though. You just got to learn. You got to learn to to see that it's coming, and if you need to do it, sometimes you got to miss a Friday show because you're gonna go drive up the coast and take a bunch of mushrooms. <laughs> uh, I mean. That's a yeah. It's just a. But to be clear, it's and it's not even like the the, the jokey thing is like yeah, it's about the mushrooms. It's I mean yes and no. It's really about just the leisure. It's about getting the fuck away. It's yeah. about taking that separation, that time to know like oh no, I'm taking this time for myself that is equally as valuable as important as my contribution to the company, uh, or to the business or the endeavor or whatever it is. Um, so you got to go get marinated. Yeah, but like. It's hard to do that because, like, trust me, if this was any other, but, like, it's it's easy to say, like, it's not worth doing that because, like, we are in a really dope spot and it's yeah. cool to, like, do stuff. So, look, I, 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 I cringe. I have great opportunities right now, which I have, it's like, I have to take great opportunities, mm -hmm. right? I'm going to New York left and right to shoot season two of Hack My Life, which is great. Yeah. It's a show that I love. Mm -hmm. Awesome pains me to be away from this place right now like yeah. physically wrenches my soul last weekend you saw me i was at city walk shooting the hell out of that pilot yeah. long grueling days great working with fucking howie mandel oh, this is great new production company is awesome only thinking about this thing it's all i'm doing that's that's how you know yes it's a great opportunity it's amazing but sometimes you gotta a little distance helps you know, if you're if you're staring at something, you got that that thing right in front of your face. You got that inch viewpoint on it. No matter what the event is, it all seems crazier and more dramatic and more difficult and more wild and unpredictable. You get ten thousand foot view on that shit when you're looking down at L.A. in the plane. Next mm -hmm. time you're flying back in, you look down and go like, "Oh, that's what is that little kitten of a city? What is that little nest of bullshit down there?" Can you believe someone right now is honking their horn because they're pissed off about getting to their therapist on time to get back to their job that they hate to provide for a family they don't love anymore? Yeah. That's all happening down there. How how gifted are we that we have a thing that that we feel guilty for being away from because it's so fun? Yeah. Some guys have to sell corn on a stick, and that's it. That's basically what we're doing. <laughs> Our show is corn on a stick? Yeah. It is creamy. It was yesterday. It, is creamy. it was yesterday for sure. It was definite corn on a stick. Um, but what else is ailing you? <sighs> I can't. I, I, I refuse to believe it's entirely this place. If it is entirely this place, then you need to well, go. Well, first of all, Kevin, it's not this place. It's me and how I'm handling it. Okay. You well, know? what's well, what's making it so? You do you need me to tap your shoulders with a scepter and give you permission to go have fun? Go to Six Flags. Go to Six Flags this weekend. Go. Go to Six Flags. <laughs> do I need to buy you the ticket? No. You have enough. You can afford it now. Yes. You I have can. a salary. Sure. Go to Six Flags. Okay. Grab some. Grab some friends. Okay. Make some new friends. Go to grab the, it. Go to Six Flags. Go ride some crazy roller coasters. Avoid trash cans that are swarming with bees. Try not to get stabbed by one of Losa's third cousins removed. <laughs> Go to Six Flags. Go. Have a great time. Because guess what? You're smart. You're funny. You'll observe. You'll get 
a year's worth of material out of that, and hopefully you'll have a good time as well. Yeah. Same oh six God. flies with mushrooms. Yeah. You could go sober, and it's quite the fucking experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I went, I went high, and I, I don't remember anything, but like that X2 ride was really cool. I, uh, had a, I just got my first vape pen okay. with my ex-girlfriend. We go in, and literally dodging a trash can of bees, swarming out of it. Uh, <laughs> we get the free churros, bro. You got to... Oh, God. Those dumpster churros. <laughs> These dipping Dots are just regular ice cream <laughs> now. <laughs> you drink them. Uh, we're waiting to get in. There's a line of like 500 people waiting to get into the Hurricane Harbor or whatever mm -hmm. the shitty recycled urine water soaked attractions are there. They're waiting to get in, and it's so hot. The EMT is wheeling out someone who has passed out of dehydration with the saline bag, and they're pushing them out. I'm like, this is going to be a great day. I should get so high I can't even manage myself. Uh, did that in line. Uh, we got the flash pass, mm -hmm. which is bullshit. Don't do that there. Got in line, get on, okay, first ride, and it was the Batman one. Okay. And I'm like, this is going to be great. I can't feel my face right now. I'm actually scared to get on a roller coaster, which I'm not usually. Mm -hmm. I get on there. Do you need to, you need to get that? I, like my dad called me, and then I accidentally picked it up. Is he watching this? Is your dad concerned for you? You hung up on your dad? I don't think he is watching it. Do you want to patch your dad in and have a chat with him Dad, call me again if you are watching this. Do you want to have a chat with him on air? Do you want to pipe no, in? No, I, I don't think he's going to. No? He's probably going to be like, how is your apartment? And I'm like, fine, dad. <laughs> Does, do you, did you tell Papa that you're having, having a rough go? No. Why? He's got shit to do. He's like a 70-year-old man who's running a business. He's got CSI Miami to watch. He's got a business to run. He is calling me. Again. You don't think he cares about his boy? Hold on. Let me... Hello? Oh, okay, this is great for... Good. How are you? Not, not like we're in the middle of a live stream or anything. Alex is just going to take a call. And... It's, my, it's my broker. No, uh, you got to sell them when they're high. Jerry, sell them when they're high. Go talk, go talk to your okay. dad. Take All the right. headphones off and go talk to your dad. Go. Right. No. He's I good. I don't want to chat with you now. He just wanted to, want want to catch dad. up on stuff. Got a bank statement. We're good. Why don't you tell him about your life? What? Because I don't need to. But don't you? Why not? I don't know. Kevin, how is your life, man? Hectic. Is it? Yeah. It's really hectic right now. It's really good, but it's really, it's, it's busy. It is difficult to manage. It is difficult to navigate. But, uh... How are you switching there? gears? Because you've, you've been had to do that a lot. I mean, you've been doing three different things. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm pretty good at it at this point. I think I'm good. I think it, wear, I think it wears me down. I get, I get, un, I get depressed. It, it makes me unhappy to have to switch from thing to thing because it makes it difficult to focus. But I'm getting better at flipping the switch and zoning in on the task at hand. Mm -hmm. Like I, uh, Older me would have been a, a ball of anxiety about having to leave on Monday to go shoot this thing. And, oh, my God, to shoot this. And what about that? And I got a uh, wardrobe and creative. And I got uh, all the little things uh, spiral out. And I'm just like, I got a Friday. I got a Friday ahead of me, right? That's tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow's Friday? Tomorrow's Friday. Cool. I don't know what I'm going to do for dinner tonight. I'll think about that for a little while. And then I got a Friday. Mm -hmm. And then I'm probably going to have a Saturday, Sunday. I get to New York when I get to New York. I'll worry about that when I get to it. And that, that compartmentalization has, has helped. I mean, there's, there's a, uh, when I used to go to therapy, my therapist had a great air chart that he would draw, which is, uh, it's this, the bell curve. Mm -hmm. Familiar with the bell curve? Yes. Right? Uh, and it was uh, a study that was done with uh, uh, professionals mm -hmm. from athletics to performing arts to Fortune 500 company CEOs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, they did a a huge comparative analysis of their emotional habits and their, 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 their trendings and their trainings and their, all this stuff. And what they found mm -hmm. uh, in this bell curve, it was, a, it was a, a curve of anxiety. Okay. And they found that 
when uh, a performer, a professional, reported no anxiety, it was, ooh, it was tragic. Mm-hmm. It was not good. The outcome was not good. They were not anxious at all, and that might have meant that they were lethargic, unprepared, um, lackadaisical about the opportunity or whatever the task at hand was. Mm-hmm. Okay. On the other side of that chart, immense level 10, holy shit levels of anxiety, mm-hmm. right? Also not good. Yeah. You worry yourself sick. You get ulcers. You break down and get a lung infection and still have to host E3 like I did. Uh, what? Okay. <laughs> I've had up to here with your guy's when, bullshit. When someone busts into a room, by the way, the least, the least distracting thing to do is not this. I'm like, what is, I don't know what that is. Just eat spaghetti, guys. On the, on the other end of that mm-hmm. is uh, uh, threat level, plaid levels of anxiety, sure. right? And uh, for many, many years, I operated sick on Attack of the Show for specials at E3, for whatever else, because I would just worry myself into ulcers and everything about any little event or thing or whatever. I was I mean, so... You know it's bad when you wake up and go, ah! And that's just your brain. It's just that. And you're like, gotta go. Yeah, but that would, the, the scenario is that's built on a bed of lies because I would not be sleeping. Oh. I would just be screaming in my head in bed and not <laughs> actually getting any restorative sleep. So mm-hmm. that's the other side of the chart. Right in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right in the middle is pink, peak anxiety. Sure. And that is a, it's, it's difficult to find, but it is a healthy, wonderful, amazing place to be. Just enough anxiety to make sure you get your ducks in a row, mm-hmm. but you got to trust yourself that you've hit that point and you're, okay, you know what? Fuck it. Now it officially is what it is and the job, the date, the whatever, it's meant to unfold it because I learned myself, I trust myself enough that I've put in the time, I've put in the worry, I've thought about what I need to think about. Past this point, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's the point of no return. I'm not going to get a return on the anxiety investment. And that is an answer to some sort of question, I think. I mean, that's that, the answer to the question of how I switch gears and how I maintain right now. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're in, if you're in a, 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 a nice medium with anxiety and stress, I think, I mean, even, I'm thinking about it creatively. It's like, when I think of doing something creatively for a job, it's like, hey, it is playtime. That's what it is. We're making dick jokes and shit, but you have to be productive within doing that. And if you're able to have anxiety to make you be productive at it, but you're able to not have anxiety enough to be creative and have your brain pull from the vast nothingness that is, you know, your memories and ideas, then you can smash those together and make a dick joke in a millisecond, yep. which is what I yearn for. And, and, and it's like, I sometimes, some days like we do the show and I'm like, Hey, I, I feel into it. And some days like I, my brain's somewhere else. I don't know where it is. And that's, that's where biggest anxiety is. It's like, if I, if I go and do try to talk into a camera today, is, is my brain going to be there? Is it, am I going to be a millisecond response time or am I going to be five seconds and I'm going to keep kicking myself in the dick like I should have said that funny thing? I'm fucking, it's too slow, man. It sucks. Yeah, is that, so that goes on in your head? Absolutely. Yeah, you got to fucking shut that down. I don't know how to do it. I get, I get anxiety. Practice I'm like, reps, man. It's, you get, relax. But it's I not, mean, about, about let's not, not just on camera, just like relax about like the jury in your head is going to be the harshest critic Ever, because you know every insecurity, every weakness, every flaw, every every dirty deed, every whatever. You've got the ammunition to sink yourself more than anybody else on this planet. So when you allow that inner critic to go nuts and to start analyzing what should have been or what just passed or what might be coming down, the, ah, then you're not in that flow. But guess what? Happens to me all the fucking time. It happens happens during Let's Plays for me, during a a fucking Grand Theft Auto. It it happens. But, you like, again, the the return on the anxiety, there's not going to be a positive return on continuing to analyze it and dwell on it. 
You just got out of a fucking passing car. Oh, I didn't say that thing. Okay, let's zone back yeah, in. Yeah, but then it, it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So, like, that gets in my head. And then it's just like, after a while, it's like, I suck. This is, it's not going to work. And then the whole brain shuts down. It's like, there's been days I got up and I'm like, I don't feel good. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Today's done. <laughs> I'm kind of fucked. I've all been there, man. If I told you the number of times I thought about quitting this industry or quitting any aspect of it, oh, God. God, we'd be here for four more hours. <laughs> four more hours. But why do you keep going? Why? Because I like doing it. Okay, there you go. Because it's supposed to be fun, right? Yeah. yeah. And it is sometimes, and then sometimes it's poopy. That's, yeah. Well, that yes. <laughs> yes, you're right. Sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's poopy. Yeah. That is a distillation of life and child rearing and everything else. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it gets a little poopy. I mean, what was your? I mean, what what was your brain like when you were my age? Because the biggest thing, like the biggest thing I'm scared of now, is being an adult and being old. I don't like being old. I don't like how. I don't. It but you're already you already act really old for your age. Sure. So what does that mean, being old? I don't know. Like fifty, do I just turn into Father Time and I wear a robe all the time? And I don't know. I'm not there. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I've I've never, I've never been. I've never had as much fun as I'm having. Period. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a blast. I mean, look, I have, I have had great times. I had great times on attack. I had great times traveling the fucking world. Mm. You know, I, I met great people. I loved great people. I mourned great people. I have lost great people. Been through it all. But, like, the age thing so far hasn't really fucking mattered. Hasn't mattered at all. I mean, sh sure. But I'm just thinking, like, I... I, I, my brain works really weird. Like when I when I finish something, I immediately get bummed out that it's over, and I get like like very. Like, Do you think that's weird? Like very well, I guess yeah. And I get like very actively nostalgic, where I'm like, man, I remember like. I remember when I graduated high school. Like, I, I kind of forgot how easy life was before you're an adult, and it's like you didn't do anything, and you would like the amount of time you're just shooting the shit and just not doing anything, and then you're like, man, well that's over. <laughs> And I don't miss he that. He says, while shooting the shit for his job. Yeah, I guess. It's, but it's... But what? I don't know. Yeah, but really, but what? I don't know. It's like I don't miss it, but it's like I'm, I see... I mean, I went to college with people who I would, I would go back home, and they were like, hey, we're going to go out to do this thing. I'm like, I can't do that. And then they're like, eh, tits and beer. And they would like high five. I'd be like, I don't... <laughs> I'm never going to do that again. And I don't care. But it's just like... Why would you say you're never going to do that again? I don't know, man. Tits and beer in the same room. That's a tough. Put a cold one right between them. <laughs> Perfect koozie. Ass cold. Uh, I don't know why you'd say you're never going to do that again. I think if you, you want to go have a night of tits and beer, you can certainly go have a night of tits and beer. But your hard work will allow you to have whatever type of tits and or beer you'd like mm -hmm. in whatever set and setting you'd like. Whether that is a very romantic one-on-one -on -one tits and beer, or if it's a, I'm gonna go to Vegas and have all of the tits and all of the beer, <laughs> you'll be able to do that. I would love, I would love. This. You know what I'm doing this weekend? Is that an adult thing to do? No. No. Do I do it all the time? <laughs> Absolutely not, because I am one. But fuck it, man. You can, you, you put the carrot on the end of the stick, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You get to determine the carrot. The stick ain't so bad. But I like the I like I like like my life as a weekend. That'd be cool, right? Yeah. Well then, you know, learn to mix. You yeah. know? Learn to produce music and go Skrillex it out, man, and get on that. I thought you meant and... mix mix pleasure with or debauchery with work, which oh, watching you, you 
It is possible. It's absolutely possible. It's possible. It's entirely possible. <laughs> I like looking at the comments. This is just the diversity and how, how caring our audience is. is it's like, this is great. Will this be posted on YouTube somewhere? That's a great question. And then Brandon said, Alex, Alex is a sensitive fuck. <laughs> and you know what? You fucking bitch. <laughs> just, I thought that was funny. You are, you are a sensitive man. You are a sensitive man. I'm a sensitive man, though. I yeah. always have been. I, there's nothing wrong with that. I think we do a huge disservice to men in this society. I, look, I know women have it a thousand times worse. I don't know it from experience. I know it because my eyes have been opened to it recently, uh, mm -hmm. thanks to Bria uh, and uh, Amy Schumer. But we do a huge disservice to guys in this world when we tell them, like, well, it's, it's not manly to, to cry. It's mm -hmm. not manly to have an emotion. Oh, you're sensitive? What the fuck are you, a girl? Like, it is, it is a disgusting habit that, that is the root of many, many, many issues that come to light years later as men enter adulthood and try to navigate those waters or relationships or whatever else. When you're told you are not fundamentally a man if you, uh, if you are open to emotions. Mm -hmm. uh, it's disgusting. So when anybody fires that off as an insult, uh, whether they're being serious or whether they're joking, that's aside. But if someone seriously uses sensitivity as an insult, they're really saying more about themselves than they are about the person they're accusing of being sensitive. Yeah. I mean, those people, those are the people who are really sad, I guess, are the people who aren't cool with being open with it. Because it's real fun to be sad. Can't, you talk about chat, so I opened it up, and then Erglios write, wrote, I cried when Mufasa died. Yeah. <laughs> Scar, brother. Um... <laughs> No, I think it's real fun to be sad sometimes. I've really embraced it sometimes. Like, you ever just, like, have a good cry? It's fun. I, um, I think I've told you the story. I was at my brother's wedding, mm -hmm. and uh, I gave him – he was, like, nervous beforehand. And my brother and I aren't very close. I mean, we're getting closer now, but we're just not super close. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting back there, and I'm like, I, 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 I wish I knew a brotherly thing to say to you right now, but I, I don't. This is, my, this is my any given Sunday chance. I'm going to mm -hmm. make this moment about me. This is about my chance to give the halftime speech to psych you the fuck up, to get out there and put a ring on that woman. And I made it about myself. And, it was, and he started laughing, and it diffused the situation. It was great. The, the priest, preacher, uh, molesterly guy in the robes <laughs> yeah. came in and was like, oh, hey, you know, 10 minutes, guys. Come yeah. on. Tits and beer waiting. Uh, <laughs> and I did. I was like, I rod him up. And I was like, okay. And he was, he was good to go. And I was like, all right. I was like, I felt like I was a good brother in that moment. Yeah. I did my brotherly duties. I was best man. I think he felt like he had to choose me to be yeah. that because he had better friends. Get it? <laughs> But I did my role. So we walk on out. The brother takes his spot. His, his, the bridesmaids filter in. They take yeah. their spots. The groomsmen, they take their spots. And I'm, not, I'm front. So I'm, yeah. I'm best man. I'm there. I got a ring in my pocket. I know what I got to do. Yeah. I'm waiting. He comes on out. Amy comes on up. His, his wife. Veil, you know, goes back. Whatever. I, 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 these are details that I'm imagining now. Yeah. I'm sure they happen. But I remember. Veil goes back. <laughs> <laughs> you know that child cry where yeah. you just hear more inner like bottom lip being sucked into the mouth and you like stop for a second <laughs> okay 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 look at your look at your look at your shoes look at your shoes are they seeing you cry right now are they seeing you cry and i look out and i just see my mom my dad my grandma my aunt my uncle my ex-girlfriend in the crowd and they're looking up at me wide-eyed because they see and it's audible and I'm literally, I'm just like, okay, turn away from the camera. You know what's yeah. being... Oh, God, it's beautiful. He found love. 
I'm so happy for him. I didn't know I could feel this happy for my brother. <gasps> got so bad to the point where I, I'm like, and I got, thank God I had a handkerchief, and I'm, it is dripping with snot and tears. It's bad. And I see one of the bridesmaids, because we're all lined up on the thing, and I see one of the bridesmaids lean over, like comically, like Mr. Beaning around a corner, and she goes, Suck it up. Gives me one of those. Like, come yeah. on, you're okay. And then leans back in. I'm like, oh, this is bad. The bridesmaids are like, hey, you're kind of ruining their wedding yeah. with your fucking gator sobs right now. You're making our drunk crying later a lot less. Uh, oh yeah, a lot yeah, less gravity. We're not gonna be able to top that. It was so bad, so bad. But you know what? I need. It was a. It was a myriad of. Pardon me. A myriad of issues that I have not tapped into for so long that all. Blooded. It's your body saying, moment. like, you gotta like, think about this now. I needed a good cry. Yeah. I needed a good cry. Oh, fuck so, that guy who can't cry. Uh, no, I feel bad. If a guy can't cry, that sucks. If a guy's stopping himself from crying, well, then that's your own fucking fault. That's your own idiocy. You know? And I, I under, look, it's, that's actually a privileged statement because in certain parts of the world and in certain cities and whatnot, like, there are certain off. connections of people where, yeah, like, oh, you showed weakness. Oh, now you did. Yeah. Now those sneakers are mine. Now there's whatever, and so like that sucks. But you know what? Behind closed doors or on Twitch, have a good cry. Yeah, let okay. it on out. But it's like that's a good climax. We don't have a good climax for other things. We have a good climax for sexual feelings, for for sadness. But I don't feel like we don't get. A What's the climax for sadness? Crying. Oh, okay. Or well, you come, whatever, whatever. No, that's works. why I was like, what is that? <laughs> but sometimes it comes in waves. I'm saying that I feel like we don't get angry enough. Like how Ooh. much? Like. We, as in you and I, no, not just or pe people. Well, pe you know, there's so no shortage of anger in this world. But it's like I've, I, I was ready to choke somebody yesterday when the mic wasn't on for the bit. Yeah, but what did I you was do? You just suppressed ready. it, and then you violently masturbate. Like, I don't know what you haven't seen Bria's neck. <laughs> exactly. You haven't seen like, her elbow. I think that's why people get violent with people they love is because we don't have anyone to hate to yell at. Or we wait, can't wait, yell. Wait, at say them. that again. I'm sorry. I was busy. I, was, I looked at chat there, and it was my fault. What did you say? Was, was there the dicks in it? No, no, no. What was the last part of that? Alex comes and waves. Wow, not gonna look at that. Um, I just say, like, how? Like, I, I don't. I, there's no way to be violently angry. You know, I don't. I feel like I, as a kid, you're allowed to just like fucking have a tantrum and yell and hit things, and I don't do that anymore. Um, well, that you know, if you need that outlet, you should get one of those Japanese screaming jars. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Have you that? not seen those? No. Oh, God, they're amazing. They're like little. They're like. Um, like a, a malleable kind of a rubbery plastic. It's like harder than rubber. You know, like those, uh, like a thermal bag that you fill with ice or with hot water. Yeah. They, they use them at like a yeah, in, yeah, in like, hospitals yeah, and stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and strong men will inflate them yeah. by blowing into them and show how powerful their lungs are. It's basically like one of those, except it's designed to scream into, and it's like an ornate looking vase. Yeah. And you can pick it up and and scream all of your rage into it and it muffles it like a sweet little pillow so your neighbors don't know that you're about to commit ritual suicide. I thought a Japanese screaming pillow was uh, screaming to a stripper's ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if, yeah. If she farts into your nose while you scream just beneath it. Well, if you scream, if you scream into a butt cheek, it's going to make a fart sound. That's how butts work. Totally. It's exactly how that works. The sound comes out and it reverbs and there you get it. Um, what's your outlet? What's your outlet for your anger? Nothing. You have the gym? No, I don't go to the gym anymore. I wish so I did. Go to the gym. I need someone to like. Tell, I think I need to hire like a personal trainer. Why? Because no, someone needs to tell me to go. Well, and, that's a willpower issue. Well, I used to go a lot when I lived right next to a gym for a while. For two years, I lived next. To, I used to walk. You one got a minute. door. You got a gym. I, <laughs> I don't have any doors. Um, it's a studio. It's not. Uh, but I, I need someone to tell me to go, and I also need someone to tell me how to work out because I don't know how to do that. Maybe a class would work because I go there and I like fucking do like two pull-ups and fall down. And I'm like, well, I'm done. Time to go fucking just stretch, I guess. Like I don't know how to fucking work out, so I'm gonna go grab a trunk condom and <laughs> work out this aggression. 
No, you can dude. There's so. Type in "How do I work out Zebati" into YouTube. Well, I watch, and you'll be set. Los uses the same YouTube. We both use Super Creative, and I look at his past videos because that's all he looks at. Yeah, and it's videos of guys flexing. Yeah, that's it. Just mirror reps. There's dudes at a gold. But I learned, like, oh, I go, up. go from the side. Yeah, and that's you wanna, nice. You want to turn it when you yeah. go to the top. You're gonna clock it, so you get that pop. Um, download. Oh, you know what? Grab. Don't download. Okay. Beachbody.com. It's like four bucks a month now or whatever. Yeah. You get access to all the insanities, all the P90s, all the whatever. I have the dialable weights in mm -hmm. my garage. You can have them. The adjust a weight. The bow. Oh, flex the, the bow flex. Yeah, I have them. They're yours. Use them. Go Whoa. ahead. I can't. I can't for months because of my wrist. I can't lift Damn anything. It. So you can you. you can have it. You can do the P90, do the insanity. It's a couple bucks. What Shanti. other excuses do you have in this world? Um, I mean, Jesus Christ, man! I don't have time. You're a bucket of excuses. I don't like. What are you doing? <laughs> do you need to feel? Do you need me to feel sorry for you? Do you want me to feel sorry like for you? Three seconds. Do you want that? I mean, yeah, really? Just I like, will. like three seconds. Then that's fine because this is a valid thing. Sometimes people just don't. They don't want to hear solutions. They don't want to hear. They just want someone to just empathize and mirror. And no, I just like it. if you can and give a number me. of times. Bria has told me that in the shower while crying. Is pretty incredible. So here's here's what I'll do for you. Okay. Okay. Oh man, mm -hmm. Alex, I'm sorry. That sounds like that sounds really tough. That sounds really hard. And I'm I'm sorry you're going through it. But I hope that you know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and that when you reach it, that you're fulfilled and satisfied. And I just can't imagine how difficult that is. And I'm sorry. Now, Kevin, I'd like to tell you, you went ten seconds over time. So I'm not a fucking charity case, Kevin. Get off my back. Now, now charity is usually a good cause. Oh. <laughs> I'm an anti-charity. I mean, if, if, I could, if I could spend pennies a day on you, like I could, like on an African child, but I get to whip those pennies at your face. I'm down for a negative charity, just yeah. like outside ringing a bell at Christmas time. Genocide! Rwandan genocide! Donate your dollars for grenades! <laughs> I'd be down for that. Revoke the right for broads to vote! Who's yeah. with me? Yeah, you know the only person is suffragin is me, because they're voting over there and it's <laughs> bullshit. Should we take some questions? I feel like we should. Okay, we can, but then uh, let me see. I think I'm going to go do a dinner with uh, Bria and her, and her pap-pap tonight. Ooh. Oh, you know what? I can't because we have guests coming. Oh, we have guests coming. Okay, so let's tap out. Let's buy some shirts, some tap-out No, no, no. We got, we, got, we got like 20 minutes. We can do it. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, let's take guys. If we have a top pot, like, I'm going to use the icon because we never fucking use it. There's a lot. We got we to gotta, we gotta, uh, refresh some of our Was that, um, emoticons. We do. Someone asked, where did the kitten emote go? Did we lose the kitten? Yeah, we did. That was one of the first ones that left. Oh, we need to. We need to. Put that, that's in where there. DP Club went. Did we hit enough? Do we have enough subs to do more emoticons now? Uh, I don't know. I think we might have like one in the bank, but guys, if, you, if we, we can get more emotes, one in the bank, but two in the stank. Yeah, mm. my chat shat the bed, so I'm refreshing again. But I think it keeps kicking me over to the wrong access point. Someone said yep. worse than Obama. Nice. What was worse than Obama? This, 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 this little podcast? Are we on the front page? Because we're getting a lot of like, how many dicks can you fit in your mouth? Oh, uh, well, that's a valid question. How um, many can you? Like, how, what's the, what's the, what are we using for average dick? That's what I'm saying. It's, like, a, it's, like a magnum sharpie? It's a trick question because what they want you to do is admit the kind of dicks that you suck. Okay. You know. I just go for thin. I go around like a, like what you, like you're rubbing a glass, like a, a crystal glass and oh, like that. It's called the old musical chapstick. I call that. I wonder what else anyone is saying. I'm just uh, like, I was just, here's the rope, Alex. Keep going. Woo! Keep going. Usually I'm here for you, but you just, I love you like, I wonder if we're on the front page. Well, let me just detour into Wait, this. hold on. I go for small dicks. Big house said, ha ha, small. <laughs> big house, big, big house, six, six. <laughs> I would love, I would love for someone to, 
to to be mad. Like they make us say something uh, homoerotic, and they make fun of us for it not being homoerotic enough. It's like you can't suck that many dicks, fucking idiot. <laughs> you call yourself a man. I could suck twelve Shit. dicks. I can get at least four or five dicks up in this mouth while I'm no scoping. <laughs> Uh, you guys are on promoted channels. Well, whoops. Yeah! You guys just missed Deep Talk with Ron and Fuzz. Uh, Pastorino11 said, what do I need to say to get permabanned? Well, Nothing, just permaban him. Oh, I just timed him out, so oh, he can't okay, even say anything enough. right now. <laughs> yeah, get that! Uh, can we cuddle? Yeah. Yeah, we can cuddle. Yeah. I don't mind cuddling. I can't, I can't have someone touching me when I'm trying to sleep, though. Really? Can't have it. No, I like it. Oh, well, good. I don't like, the problem with it is that uh, with a man or a woman, his beard scratches your neck. I know it's it's really I, either grow it long or cut it because yeah. if it's that little length, it just scrapes. It's gonna leave a rash. It just scrapes. Um, no, it's like I I need I need a mattress where I can put my arm. So if you're spooning someone or you're, I like to be a little spoon. Or but then you have to sleep on an arm. I need a, a crevice for the the arm to they go make, under. Uh, they make spooning pillows. What? That are pillows with like an arch in them, so you can reach your hand under. The other person can rest their head right there, and mm. then you can lay down. They have right. it. They exist. Get me a link. Uh, Swift, uh, fucking get one yourself. Swift Undertow writes, let me Google that for you. Okay. I fucking hate when it. Hey, what's, uh, where's the, where's the, where's the, what's the address for uh, insert name of restaurant that we're meeting at tonight? Oh, if you have the wherewithal and the technology to text me that yeah. question, you can find the fucking address yourself. Just, just type it into that same phone. Alex, what motivates you to keep going? Does having a supportive community help? Do you consider some of us friends? Writes Swift Undertow. The Thundertoe, uh, absolutely. And it's like, I, uh, it seems a little bit shallow to just do stuff because people are like, hey, we like this. But, like, it helps. It helps to have people say that they saw it, you know? So what keeps me going is, like, it's just, like, I want to see this thing be a thing, you know? I talk so much. I do. I talk so much shit about other people doing stuff. Not do you consider some of them friends, Alex? Yeah, I do. I do. Great. That was the question he asked. Okay. Well, he, asked, he asked what keeps me going. Okay, what keeps you going? Sorry, guys. Uh, I guess just like bitterness. And like I, I want to see us do a thing. And I want everyone to be a part of it. And I like seeing us all like do a thing. Because in my head, I'm always like, I watch things. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, it's fine. In my head, I'm like, that was fucking stupid. We could do that better. And then we try to do it, and it's not as good. But it gives me like, hey, we can do it better next time. So I want to see us get good at stuff. Because like right now, we're okay. But I want to see us like really... I don't like that any other time it's me, 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 or I, I, I. But when it's getting good at stuff, it's we. That's I... the only time you've ever really dropped a we bomb with this operation. It's like, well, we're kind of okay. But I'd like to see us get good. Fuck you. Well, well right under the I bus. would like to say... <laughs> How dare you? Deus or D-I-S or whatever. Great question. Kevin, when and under what conditions do you see your ideal death? That's, That's an good. interesting question. Yeah. My ideal death. I like that. I've always said that if I want to go out, like, I I don't want it to be prolonged. Some people are like, oh, I would like a year's heads up to get my ducks in a row and mm. whatever else. And I've already got as many ducks in a row as I can right now. So I'm okay with that. Um, I'd like to have, and I, don't, I hope this isn't selfish, I would like to have at least 40 more years on this planet. I feel like that's an okay number, mm -hmm. right? Put me at 72. If you're asking for magic years... 40, that's a chump ask, but sure. What do you mean? If you're, as if you're asking for years that you don't... Just be like, I want to be on this earth for another se 70. Well, That'd I don't sweet. know that I want to. I don't know that, the, that uh, Kurzweil is right. I don't know that his vitamin regimen 
has actually frozen his aging process. Maybe it has. Maybe uh, technology will be great. But you know what? Like, as great as medicine and technology is today, mm -hmm. a lot of 70-year-olds have it pretty fucking rough health-wise. Mm -hmm. You know, getting into 80, ooh, it's really starting to deteriorate. And so on and so forth. So if in the next 40 years, technology gets better and they can prolong life and quality life, not just like... I'm in a bed and I can blink my emotions. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, no, no. Like a real life. Yeah. Then cool. I'll, I'll have it extended. But I feel like I'm not trying to be selfish. Give me another 40 years. Cool. It'll be good. What I'd like is to have something suddenly go wrong with me. Yeah. Not something that causes a lot of pain, but something uh, just that says, hey, man, the ticket's going to be punched real soon. Real fucking soon. As in like maybe even 24 hours. Be Okay. All right. Send the emails or the digigrams, because it'll all be holograms at yeah. then. Pop my VR headset on. Boop, boop, boop. Say goodbye to my pets and to the no one that loves me. Uh, and then I would try every fucking drug imaginable at the exact same time. To me, that'd be the best blissful way to go on out. I know, right? Yeah. I would pop 30 fucking tabs of ecstasy. Maybe consider some LSD. 800 Tums. You're like, I would, it doesn't even do anything. I don't give but... a shit at that point. I don't even care. I'll snort Tylenol. I get fun dip in my ears, yeah. and then just a just a giant syringe of the H. Yeah, just right Lebanese really? horse riding into my veins. Just brrr. I want it to be comically oversized that a yeah. construction worker who normally works a jackhammer has to grab the end of the syringe and just fucking force it. I don't know, Mister P. I'll try. I want to feel flames shoot through my body as I explode yeah. into a heavenly ecstasy as everything peaks, and I want to ride that wave into what will likely be the greatest trip, the, the lengthiest trip of all, which is whatever lies on the other end of this bullshit we call existence. Yeah. Well, as a, man, as a person with a, a father who is 70, you don't want to die at 70 because he's always like, yeah, you're like, oh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm 40, but, uh, you know, I, uh, I, 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 and it's like, you're like, I'm 20, I wish I was, th I'm 18, I wish I was 21, I'm 21, I wish I was 30, I'm and then finally you get to 70, you're like, it's cool being 70. Like, you don't want to go anywhere, but it's like, right. you're like, oh, I always thought 70 was so old, but now I'm here and it's like, I should be alive for another 30 more years. I'm not, I don't think anyone, if you're, I mean, if you're really sick, but like my dad's 70 and he is like, he runs a business. He goes to the gym six times a day, a week. Six times a day. Jesus. <laughs> but he goes to the gym. Prep his lunch and dinner, bitches. He fucking... That's great. Uh, look, I, I hope to... Look, I'm not saying I want to die at 72. I'm mm -hmm. saying, like, if I have to be... Sell, like, 72 would be a great run. Be a great run. If I had tapped out... If I had to tap out tomorrow, I would certainly be a little bummed about it. There are things that I still want to do and say and accomplish in this world that can't be accomplished overnight. People are always like, if you died tomorrow, what would you do? I'm like, I don't know... I, Scream? <laughs> probably fuck anything I could and leap off a building. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's the hypothetical that's weird. But... You know, 40 years doesn't seem like too selfish of an ask. If it's healthy, then yeah, man. I'll ride golf carts and fucking hit the links till the end of days. I'll yeah. take up yoga and painting and try to level up my music At the skills. same time. There's a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yoga painting. What would Alex have to do for Kevin to fire him? Well, do you want to answer that question about what would be your ideal death and whatnots? No, I, th I would just say the same thing. I'm not going to give myself a, an expiration date like you did, but uh, same thing. But like, I want them to be like, listen, Alex. Well, they did ask when. What do you mean? He said, when would your ideal death be? So that's why I was like, at least in 40 years. Ooh, I need, I need at least 100 more years. I okay. want to be the first 121-year-old. Okay, so 100 years. Go ahead. Um, but I think it would be the same thing as you, but uh, I'd, they'd, like, they'd give me like an hour, and then I'd be hit by a train. Like It'd be like, it's like you have a week to live, and I'd be like, oh, man, I really got to say, I love you, I love you all. Yeah. And, like, I'd get, and then I'd be like, cross the street. Well, that actually took a lot less time than I thought. Whoa! <laughs>
and then explosion of guts. Okay, I like that. That's that works. But uh, what was the question? About what it was the ideal death one? No, no. After that, uh, I don't know. We got Kevin. Ten years ago, you were starting in LA slash G4 Tech TV. You progressed incredibly. Thank you. Uh, what do you realistically think the next ten years will be like for you, Alex? How do you feel the next ten years will be like for you? Uh, do you want to start? Would you like me to start? I would love for you to start, Kevin. Uh, the next ten years uh, is impossible to forecast. Uh, it is very difficult to forecast. Uh, with uh, professionally, let's take this as if if this were the only. Uh, thing that I oh hang on that might be a guess that's here I'm gonna double check uh, might have to get to that question next time oh shit oh he's gonna get there in twenty or so oh. sweet meat uh, go ahead and answer the question please sorry what was it I'll get to it what next ten in... years next ten well years. let me uh, f I have a very similar thought than Kevin uh, like I don't know I didn't I I say this a lot but I set a list of goals for myself to complete this year at the beginning of this year and I got them done. And this is not me bragging. It's just the world happened so that... Well, it shows how low you set your bar. Go ahead. Oh, it was like, go outside, read a book. But it was like, I got it done in a month, just the way that stuff happened. So, like, I can't plan what the next 10 years be like. I have very simple goals that I know will take me a long time. I want to know how to get, like, what my hair looks like the best. I know that's going to take a while. Um, find, find a pair of pants that fit me good. Like, that's not a thing. Like, find... Okay, now really answer the question. Um... Ten years. I just want to be the president. No, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I feel like it'd be cool to have, a, like, uh, just have your own thing, you know? Just, like, kind of pull a, a, a Hardwick and just, like, say fuck everything else and then do your own thing. I'd also like for people to, like, ask me to do stuff. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like, I, is that, I, like what? Like butt stuff? Like what kind of stuff? No, like professionally, like my job, like ask me to do things. I've never had that happen. Like, okay. Um, and I've been really lucky for, for you to be like, you should do some stuff. And I've been like, yeah, we, we should do some stuff. And I've done stuff, but I'd like love for people to be like, hey, we'd love you to do this. And then I'd do that. I mean, what, what I'd want to do, like, hey, I want to be in a, be in a host a thing or be like, I don't, that, that'll all, I don't know what that is yet. I don't even know what I like. I'm down to try anything, but like, I would love for someone to ask me to do something. I think it's cool. Cool. Well, we've got 10 years to accomplish that. Yeah. I I think you'll be fine. Yeah. I think you'll be fine. That'll probably start rolling in in about six months. And a sex scandal. That'd be cool. Yeah. Just because you had sex? Yeah. Just like someone would be like, no way. Scandal There's no way. Like, I'd be like, I did. I fucking did. Man can't pay for sex. No one will accept <laughs> offer. Come on. I've tried. I'm just going to buy a pinata and a Ziploc bag and some tapioca pudding. Fuck you all. <laughs> Good night. And that's your scandal. Your pinata fucker from here on out. Not allowed anywhere near Little Mexico. Wait, the good thing about pinata is you can pick any shape you want, though. I agree. I could fuck a big baseball. Totally. And then when you explode, candy. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, ten years time. Here's the thing: the, this this whole operation is sort of predicated on new media, whatever the fuck new media is. And mm -hmm. I think we're gonna have a real good understanding of what it will be in the next year to two uh, for the early adopters, and then it will be exponential growth as. The core that people will laugh that there was ever a cord to cut, mm. and traditional media is just gone. Um, the the trend in some of this stuff is to become more uh, transparent and more social and more open. And there are times at which I love that. I love flipping on a camera and just talking and being real and having that, and that's great. And there are other times where uh, because I I just still have it in me that I want to fiercely defend my privacy and my sanctuary, my time away from that world. And it is a detriment to forwarding that sort of business uh, and, and uh, conversation. So, 
ideally this grows into a brand that has enough support where we could do anything from a feature film to a, a, a stream just like this mm -hmm. where there's no the, the, the asking for permission is uh, it happens a lot less yeah. and just getting it done happens a lot more that would be ideal for this thing um, I've got a couple dice rolls out there that are investments in some dot coms that I would love to pay off mm -hmm. uh, and I used to think it was so that I could just stop mm-hmm Everything, and I realize it's so that I can, a few things. One, stop asking for permission, because mm -hmm. that's really the issue. I, I love to make things. I like yeah. to enable others to make things. It's my favorite thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Having to ask permission is the worst. The worst. Uh, so I would like to be able to stop doing that, and then I want to uh, do more charitable things, which I'm starting to do now, and endow more arts. Mm. Uh, I am, uh, I'm involved in a music project. Uh, that will be talked about soon, and people will hear all about that, and I'm very, very excited for that. And the satisfaction that I've had from just being able uh, to enable someone else to make a thing on that level is unparalleled. It's unprecedented. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I, like, I don't need my name on it. I just, like, the, no, the knowledge that I helped make a thing that I'm that proud of is, uh, has brought me so much joy that it's really been a real surprise. So I want to cash out so that I can create the things that I want to create and enable others to make the things they want to make. You know what? I, I something that because uh, I I didn't say because I didn't think about it until I think about it often. But it's like something I'd like to have in ten years is, uh, and this is based off of something that I see that you have, and I'd be like, that'd be cool to have one day. It's like you have so many friends who are very talented, and uh, I only know a few people who are very talented, and they all work here and work with us and do stuff. But I would love to have just a rolodex of like people who are my friends who are like. I could watch them and be like, "Wow, I did not know they were that talented." And be like a group of like a group of of, of connections and, and friends that are immensely talented, because like that would I mean that'd be really cool to have, right? You just like call someone up and they're your friend and you talk and you're like, "Wow, that person is so interesting and funny and they're so quick and it is cool to have." Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean like if you're not hanging out with people who inspire you, mm -hmm. why are you wasting your time? Yeah. And it'd be cool to have that, that Rolodex, man. You can have that yeah, very like, easily. I want to make town. a thing, and I have all these friends who are down to you do it. You can also do that. Yeah. What? So go get it. If that's, what, if that's what you want, go get it. Oh, that, that'll come. Okay. Yeah, it will come with time for yeah. sure. But go get it. If Twitch added VR streaming, would you use it? Yep, I would. Yeah. That's an easy one. Do you think new media will be censored like primetime TV today? I think new media is already censored. Not overtly censored. There's no governing body saying you can't say this or say that, but there are corporate interests uh, that that will dictate what you can and can't say. You know, there's certain guidelines on certain YouTube channels and whatnot. That there's there's you could argue that there's censorship on Twitch. I mean, <laughs> it's clearly the the one of the the least censored platforms ever. We've certainly skirted those waters, but like we if we showed the pornography that we want to show right now, we'd be shut off pretty quickly. If we just started That's helicoptering our dicks, it'd be. I think it'd take a while actually. Well, just for the camera to focus in on it. Yeah. What the fuck is that? They're not good at with motion. Um, uh, just having you guys talk real life is cool. Thanks for this, you guys. Well, thank you, Average Gamer. Glad you guys you. Uh, hung out and enjoyed it. Again, I'm sorry the podcast itself was really, really quick, but maybe we'll throw some of this at the end of this. I wish I had Kevin Pereira when I was younger. Wait a minute. Let me read the rest of that. Oh, Mr. Pereira is a very inspiring, insightful person. I oh. think I would have had become something other than a bum I am today. You young people need to hear what this man has to say. Well, Uncle Poop... That's why he only had Uncle Poop when he was growing Uncle up. Uncle Poop, you're come on, man. Every day's a new day, buddy. Strive to be a little bit better today than you were yesterday. That's all you can do. And guess what? Some days you will fail at even that. 
And that's all right. Strive to be a little bit better today than you were yesterday. That's all you can yeah. do. And you that know, shit adds up. That's exponential growth. You know what Uncle Poop needs that's to it. do? Loosen up. Loose the poop? Just loosen up, bro. Come on, Uncle Poop. See, YoFizz says right there, I wish I had Uncle Poop when I was younger. I agree. I agree. Uncle Poop, listen, I don't know what's going on in your life or your world, but I'll tell you this. You're, you're, you, actually, what you said was very sweet and, and, and very endearing. Thank you. But your username has brought me endless amounts of joy. Whenever it gets brought up, whenever I see it on the screen, Uncle Poop, that's a winner. That's a fucking winner. Uncle and I don't care if you Poop. took it from somebody else or whatever. You're our Uncle Poop. So thank you, <laughs> Uncle Poop. Oh, uh, my God. I have exponential, exponential growth in my pants. All right. That's about it. Hey! I think we're done. Are you glad AOTS died an okay death? And Alex, how often did you watch and admire Kevin's royalty on the show? How often uh, did I watch AOTS? I watched, it every, I watched it for a good two years. I watched it every day. Wow. That's a lot. What's he going to do when you're 12? Never Nothing. jerk off and watch TV. Uh, am I glad that it died an okay death? That's a weird way to phrase that question. Am I glad that it's gone? No. I'm, I'm glad that I left it when I did and moved on in the way that I did. Um, it could have been a little bit better, but, you know, lessons learned. Uh, I'm glad that I got to play a, a part in it. I'm glad I got to meet everybody that I did on it. You talk about those inspiring, talented, amazing friends. I mean, they were all coworkers of mine. They were mm -hmm. my peers. Um, so I'm glad for all that. I'm not glad that it's dead, you know, necessarily. I'm glad that it that they didn't fucking write it into the ground. And just I'm glad that it's not on the air right now with Lord knows who hosting saying Lord knows what about Welcome insert back to Dick Fukers brought to you by Mentos. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I, I guess I'm glad that, that, that they, they handled it that way. And I'm glad that it wasn't like we showed up to work and there was a red tag in a lock and it was like, well, I guess yesterday was our last show. Bye. Like yeah. that's, that was nice, but you know, that was that. So is there no Alex winter? No, there is an Alex winter. There's absolutely an Alex Winter. There's an Alex Winter. He was here. We had 30 minutes with him because he's doing a lot of press for his movie, but that happened, uh, and it will be posted. Uh, okay, cool. He's on his way. Sweet. Uh, is there an auntie poop? Joe Rogan earlier had a look on his face of complete and utter shock when he saw your studio earlier today. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't... Joe hasn't seen what's going on over here just yet and hasn't seen what we're trying to build and do. Uh, honestly, the studio is cool and really impressive. We moved into a lot of it. Um, we're trying yeah. to make it our own and take advantage of it now, uh, and I think we're, we're making baby steps there. But it's also really inefficient for a studio yeah like this room is okay anything out of here is almost impossible to utilize and we f we try and fail often it's we like every room in the studio it. should be a switchblade but it's like a potato masher you can only do one thing with it and it only kind of works you're yeah. like i wish this did more shit totally uh chromecast i just want to thank you guys for this real talk on here in front of everyone it will really help some of us don't have real people to look up to kevin alex thank you for the inspiration well, thank you, Chromecast. Alex, people look up to you. Physically. They're inspired Physically. by you. I think he's saying that I if he were to so. meet me, I don't I'm think so. Tall. I think he's saying that that was some real talk, and that's good. Uh, crazy impressive studio. Thanks, big raw monster. Um, I wish we had uh, some hardware to fill the studio with so we could take advantage of it, but it's happening. Look, uh, I guess I could say, like, I am investing in the operation um, because I need to. Uh, it's not a break-even operation just yet, and that's one of the risks of business. So I've decided to roll my own dice. Hey, what up? Oh, Fresh! Come on in, buddy. Alex Fresh, the intern. Fresh here. Uh, and and make sure. You, so so well. Do you want to here? Pull up a pull up a director's chair. Do you, do you have that there? Have a sit, Fresh. Oh, we got a director. We got a director. I got a director. Yeah, yeah he's got. It. He's uh, he's fine. He's fine. We're all friends here. We got it. Great. I'll do this. Okay. 
Fresh, what's going on, man? What's going on in your world? You're leaving us for bigger and better. I'm sad. Um, I'm yeah. sad, but I understand it. I get it. Tell, tell us where you're heading, Fresh. I'm going to Stupid Buddy Studios. Stupid Buddy Studios. What goes on yeah. at Stupid Buddy Studios? They are the guys that work on Robot Chicken, and so I'll, I'll be able to... Are they a YouTube thing? Or what is that? To... Are they the guys that do the talking faces on the orange? They, they move little dolls and stuff around, take pictures of it, and then eventually it, it so it's like a Brazzers thing? or. Work. Are they like tiny oh. anime dolls and then they finish on them? I've seen those gifts. Yeah, yeah, they do that too. Oh, okay. Too. I like their work. Too. I'm a huge fan of their work. Yeah. Um, so that's great because your passion is you want to do animation, animation and graphic design and everything. Effects, stuff like that. Never, not a better place to be than there. And yeah, that's awesome. And then there, there's actual like a path to promotion <laughs> there. You hit you. You came in day one and banged your head on the ceiling here. I mean, no lie, it's been so much fun. Thanks, like, man. Since I came here, what February, something like that. I, don't, I, I didn't notice you for like great. a good three or four weeks, so I don't know. It's when. cool. It's yeah. cool. You know, oh, I know I'll, it's cool because I mean, I just my sit in my corner and do like, I make thumbnails. <laughs> like, you know. So, you make more than thumbnails. You made yeah. us laugh. You contributed uh, a, a lot to the atmosphere around here, so I'll definitely awesome. miss you. I hope you still come by. Oh, uh, yeah, even definitely. drop by and just update us on what's going on over there. Cool. Yeah, let I'll us say know what's hi happening. to Seth for you. you know, Please do. And then remind him who I am. Explain to him. Give him the URLs. Yeah. Um, I think that's great, man. I hope you had a good time while you were here. It's been it a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I would love nothing more than for you to take us out of this podcast with one of your patented fresh drops. Oh. Because people that, uh, and get ready to switch it to a standby screen, Alex. Because I, I mean, this needs to happen. And then I, okay. I want to catch. I'm gonna. I'm actually. I'm gonna clear frame as well because so, this is. You guys don't know this. Fresh has his nickname for a reason. He has yeah. the freshest, dopest yeah. taglines. The man can blow up a room by entering. But yeah. man, he fucking destroys it. He'll shatter it on the so, way out. It's like um, a double double blast. This is this is my go-to tagline every yeah, yeah. time, you know, someone asks me to, you know, do something. Drop it. Um <clears throat> Look at this panhandling Mandarin Asian trying to manhandle pandas in cages for gambling wages. That's me. Fresh off the press. Boom! Oh, shit! Oh! Kisses, hugs, and belly rubs. Good night, everybody.